forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains talking trash can secrets, the sugar substitute stevia, non-specific smuggling, and a well-rehearsed, half-speed, knockdown, drag-out dissection of the A-Team and Miami Vice stunt shows with special guest Matt Gorley. I love it when a podcast comes together. It's Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, hosted by three guys who never get starstruck unless they are meeting the voice of a theme park trash can. I'm, I'm Scott Gardner, Jason Sheridan, and Mike Carlson are here. Hi, yes. Hi. Yes, and that, that is that is what's happening today, among other things. Uh, we're, at, we're happily joined by a luminary of both podcasting and theme parks from Super Ego, from James Bond, and from Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Matt Gorley is here. Hi, guys. I feel Hi. like this is a long time coming. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... If ever there are two wheelhouses for me, I'm yeah, excited geez. to be here. No kid. The only thing where the the list seems to rival your podcast list is the theme park Sadly. list. Yeah. <laughs> no, these are the mo- the most excited of the funnest of areas. I'm <laughs> so glad we could talk about. People it. have tweeted us a lot of like, you gotta have Gourley on. You gotta have. Gourley yeah, I've on. seen it's a like, lot of those. Yeah, yeah, oh, geez, yeah we so will. Yeah. 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 Well, and we got sort of like, I feel like we were like almost like set up on a podcast blind date by a listener who approached you somewhere and said, when are you going to do Podcasts the Ride? Yeah, yeah. Which I was, I was thankful to hear about. Uh, um, which I think when, and I heard the response there was that you were you were curious about Waterworld, but Jordan Morris uh, uh, dove in and got there first. Yeah, I saw that and that immediately hit me hard. That's um, <laughs> real good. Oh, the podcast war started new. <laughs> yeah. That and, was the real sea war. Yeah. <laughs> but I understood it. And I thought maybe that's an invitation for me to go one, maybe mm-hmm. even two levels deeper. Yes, 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 both. Uh, and these are re- this is really the bones of the uh, like. There could be no water world, alive sea war spectacular without the the essential building blocks of uh, Miami Vice and A Team, which are um, the the burial ground, like the poltergeist Native American mm-hmm. stunt show spectacular burial ground on which Water World is on top of sure yes. sure mm-hmm. and any problems that they mm-hmm. encounter if anyone were to get hurt it is probably stemming from that they would dare to uh exile yeah all <laughs> the, the, the crocodile tubs yeah all the ghosts of the stunts i know that happened <laughs> <laughs> the bones of the poor man's ba baracus will come <laughs> out of the water world lake because they were literally on the same grounds i mm-hmm. i guess that's clear but maybe some mm-hmm. people don't know that, that yeah 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 water world's from around the uh, 95 96, I think, is when they made that switch. I don't yeah. want to say 95. And uh, yeah, Miami Vice before that and 18 before that. That's always it's been the sectioned off stunt area for... In the for the most part, pro, uh, properties that go longer than the thing that it is based on, especially well, Waterworld. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Miami Vice is still going in '94. When it's been off the air for four years, four years, I think. Yeah, yeah, both yeah. of them. Yeah, both of them ran after. Uh, uh, until after their show had gone off the air. The show went till 1990? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What did they do with their fashions? Did they update them? Or? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where they land. And, and well, and seemingly the in the live show, they started to get a little looser. Like, they were like... 
sort of like ponytail crockets. That's right. They let them hang a little bit, at least the ones <laughs> you can right. see on YouTube. Um, so I guess they weren't being held to the, you know, the, yeah. the proper style standards. <laughs> right. There was no crockett style standards. Yeah, 1995, so like children watching the Miami Vice stunt show were just like, well, this is cool. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. just neat. Yeah, yeah. And Waterworld's now like many generations deep of <laughs> oh, no yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, before we get into all the, these excellent topics that you got into we we got to ask you about the history uh uh the uh i mean there's a number of things push among them the soap opera beast i'm not i'm not sure where to start if you want to take us through your because i think more than any guest we've had you've been uh you you've logged a lot of time in in the parks yeah i guess so uh so i think it all began in 2001 um i can't remember i think it was right Right after 9-11. Great, <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that's why you got into theme parks? Because of a transformation that it happened? It was an inside job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got this job doing this thing called the Soap Opera Bistro at Disney's California Adventure, which was a soap opera themed restaurant based on the ABC soap <laughs> opera. So, every room of the restaurant was a different set, like a mansion, mm -hmm. a wharf, a surgery room. And so, there was this group of improvisers and we were all, we all came from the same circle. So, it was like my best friends. We were all doing this thing where you'd go in once an hour for about 10 minutes, improvise a soap opera scene while people are eating and you'd like put your hand on the shoulders of some woman and go like, my wife Monrovia here left me and, you know, and the people just... Ate it up. You were wearing doctor's scrubs all day. It was the easiest job I will ever have. It was a union performer's job. Wow. And wow, then also wow. the park was doing so poorly that we'd come in for like a 10 o'clock shift and they go, we're not going to open until five. So, just go ride some rides. And it was a union wow. job. So, you'd be paid for it. <laughs> and uh, I mean, this is really how Super Ego started because we, I had already had a, like my friend Jeremy that I do Super Ego with. We were already friends. But Mark, we all kind of would just have so much downtime that we would just goof off with each other and straight man each other for bits and things like that. And we all became fast, close friends. And then wow. Soup Upper Bistro didn't last that long. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even know how. That's like really, that's opening day California Adventure, early, early yeah, stuff. Yeah. Did you yeah. last till the end of it? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Well beyond. Well beyond. Because huh? that closed fairly early. And then basically everybody who was doing that job transitioned to a new show called Department of Untapped Hilarity. Duh. Duh. For short. Yes. yes. <laughs> questions about yes. duh. And actually that first was something called the... I think it was called the Wrong Brothers instead of the Wright Brothers, which took place in the aviation area. And we were like airplane mechanics doing improv on the street. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm just God. remembering a lot of what this a now. narrow area. I know. Like, <laughs> and Aaron Hayes from the, all kinds of TV, oh, she yeah, was I part know. of it. Wow. Um, Chris Tallman, Jeremy, Mark from Super Ego. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people that some people took off. I forget. Was this a was it like sort of random uh, auditioning for this, or were they aware of your pocket of people? As we should it reach was out random to auditioning, but the guy who was basically running it all, Frank Maciel, was a friend of ours, so it was kind oh, of like gotcha. he pulled from the talent pool that I think he knew. Okay, sure, sure. And then that turned into Department of Untapped Hilarity, which was the big stage show in California Adventure where we dressed like Mormons on a mission and rode bicycles to set each set. <laughs> it was. So strange. <laughs> but then we did like a whose line is it anyway type show for about 20 minutes. And that was really fun and did fairly well. But then they shut that down too. And then I moved to like, I did Laughing Stock. I did 
uh, Billy Hill and the Hillbillies briefly. I did wow. push the talking trash can for years. Uh-huh. And then I taught improv workshops through their um, entertainment program and education program. And that was basically my run. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, geez. So, you'd like facilitated anything that was improv around the party, which there yeah. is a lot of stuff. When you add all that up... And even like down to the like the characters or the walk around characters, it's improv. Star Wars, there's so much improv going on. Yeah, like it is a you forget what a big hub of yeah. It's like, a, like it's one of the it's like one of the maybe the only in a way like real world applications of here's yeah. a place well, where improv is <laughs> yeah. needed. One of the few you get paid to improvise. <laughs> yeah, right, uh, right, right. And it was a great yeah. job because I was in my twenties when I started, and mm-hmm. I think it was like. I want to say it was like twenty or twenty-five dollars an hour, and you got full wow. benefits. Wow, pretty good. Yeah. Jeez. And, wow. Yeah, and much and, better, by the way, than I will get to. There were there were some labor disputes in the A Team stunt show. <laughs> oh, that's one really? of the only like Google results. There's not a ton online for the A Team stunt show, but they they were uh, they they would have been more than happy with those rates, and they were like doing. Like they were like hurting themselves, they were uh, risking <laughs> yeah. their lives every day, and yeah. I think maybe Universal. I could I could speak to this as a tour guide. I think maybe the Disney pay is <laughs> for performers is superior to yeah. Universal potentially. Because there's also wasn't there a guy at least in the Wild West on show, and there were two incarnations of that. That one guy fell off the like zip line and broke his neck. Oh Jesus! I remember oh, that happening too. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know that one. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Uh, no injuries on the job for you. Uh, just like emotional, I guess. <laughs> no, actually, that was a really good time of life because it was it was like the first time I felt truly independent, had sl- some disposable income. I was with mm-hmm. my best friends. We would go get a beer after every time and, wow. you know, it was great. W- was there a hangout spot you would have after getting off the job? You mean in the park? Yeah. Well, anywhere really. Well, around. We, we would go to the um, Block at Orange, which by oh, the way, you yeah. take a street called Shoppertainment to get into <laughs> and go to this place called I think it was Alcatraz Brewery because because oh. a, a few of us lived in Long Beach most of us lived in LA I lived in Long Beach and this was a place where we could go while we were all down there and wait out traffic yeah. which is considerable yeah you're pretty trapped down there for yeah. sure yeah wow wow Block at Orange, solid. They got oh, they got they got the sagebrush cantina now. Oh, <laughs> the creepy, the creepy wow. mannequins outside. <laughs> Excellent El Torito, you know the, yeah, like yeah. the massive El Torito. Have yeah. we been in that El Torito? I don't believe so. We went to one. We by went water. to a, we went to one by the uh, John Wayne. Uh, okay, we've been to a different airport. El Torito a different down Orange in Orange County. County. El Torito. <laughs> well, yeah. you gotta hit them all because they're they're just yeah. vastly nuanced. <laughs> they're yeah. like the Fry's electronic store. They're just <laughs> yeah, way the different. different. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, hey, stay tuned for that one. I can't kill, can't build up our eventual fries episode. We're, we'll, no. we're doing a fries episode. Are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's themed. That's themed you know. yeah. That's true. Oh there's my a, there's God. a radical amount of theming in all of them. Yeah. They're yeah. all totally different. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like Roman whoa, whoa. space. Uh, there's like, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's uh, island uh, ones. There's oh like Alice God. in Wonderland. What? Like, Where? Uh, the um, Valley. Thousand Oaks. Kenobi oh Park. Kenobi Park, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like scratchy Lewis Carroll era illustration Alice in Wonderland. So it's oh my God. a little horrific. Mm-hmm. That is so specific and yeah. strange really for an electronic superstore. Really intense. Like they put more attention into theming <laughs> than they do into their stock. Than having stuff in stock. Yes. There's so yeah. much missing. Everything I've ever bought uh, from their breaks. Yeah. It's like yeah, not it a sucks. good store, but yeah. the theme is a store. But yeah. a surprising 
selection of snacks. Yes. A very well stocked right. convenience store, a not great stocked electronics yeah, store. Yeah, and every time I've been in there on display on the big TVs is always like um, the f- four woman electronic violin ensemble playing like live oh, concert wow. DVD, you know. <laughs> I think they're called Bond actually. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. Huh. But nothing to do with Bond, I don't think. Right. Oh, weird. But like one of those, are they like the piano guys? Like all the guys yeah, who like or, together yes. play yeah. piano and yeah. get, like deconstructed. <laughs> they yeah. piano guys like play Trump's inauguration, I think. Oh, like, they, boy. They I don't know if that's real, but like something around it <laughs> yeah. is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're not political. That's a thing. Like they would do any president they're apolitical yeah, yeah, yeah. thank yeah. god yeah, thank just... god at least politics haven't gotten the four piano guys yeah <laughs> gotten snared. they harken back to a better time yeah when bipartisanship ruled <laughs> um well so push let's talk push a little bit yeah uh, i i feel like i'm mainly aware of push because of your association with it i don't think i ever met push when i was in the party do you, do you guys interact with push ever? Well, Push was only out here. No, it was... Was he in Florida? Was international. Every park. I think Paris it started in Florida. I, yeah. I feel like I met... Maybe I did meet Push. What years were it? I forget. Uh, well yeah. into like the, I think, late 90s into the 2010s. I remember a moving trash can, but not necessarily a talking trash can. You well, might have I bet been... that was it, but yeah. the, the like intercom was broken because uh-huh. it was always breaking down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, perhaps in Florida, I, I there was a moving trash can. Yeah. We had yeah. frequency issues all the time. Uh-huh. And where were you st- Where were you do it from? Where they were you moved it around a lot. So, it was at one point in Tomorrowland, then it was in California Adventure, in a few different places, mm-hmm. it would move a lot. And it was frequently moving because of frequency issues, like with oh, yeah. all their radios and stuff. And there was two. There was one called Push and one called Shove. And they looked identical, <laughs> but, you know, one always worked better than the other, but even that. And then also, even though it might have been working, there were some Push operators, I'm not saying I'm one of them, who would like milk that it wasn't working to get off their sets a little or Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How would you, would you just be like, I'm trying and it just doesn't, it's not yeah, going. Yeah, and again, it was definitely not me. Right. Even, but if you were, <laughs> if yeah, you did it. Yeah, but I'm saying it was not me. <laughs> fair, fair. But when I did do that. <laughs> and yeah. were you far away in a room where you were watching a camera or were you close no, by? you're very close by. You got to wear your own. Oh, this is the great thing. So, this was another union job and you got to wear your own clothes and then they had to pay you for wearing your own clothes. So, you got an extra oh, yeah. bonus. Oh, wow. You get a lump. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, you'd wear like a ball cap and <laughs> and you just wore like a lavalier mic, but instead of putting it on your lapel, it would run down your sleeve like under a watch into your hand like, like this. Like you just kind of have a semi-closed fist and then a, a duffel bag over your shoulder with the controller on your right hand. And so, I just kind of put my hand up to my mouth like this oh, wow. and then I would only have to talk like this and it would modulate my voice up and I was usually about I could get as far away as I wanted but if you get really far away, you can't hear what the people talking to Push are saying because Push had no like right. two-way microphone. Oh, you so had I, nothing in your ear. No. Like, so, I had to be close to hear them live. And so, I wow. would usually just whoever it was talking to, I'd stand somewhat behind them 
and they couldn't hear me because the microphone the speaker was mm-hmm. louder. But the parents all knew. You know, most people yeah. would. I I didn't try to hide that much. You uh-huh. know? Yeah, yeah. You looked like Serpica. You looked like a plain clothes cop wearing definitely. a wire. Yeah, I mean, it definitely must have looked creepy with a guy in his hand in his bag. Maybe that's why they stopped doing it because it was probably like, oh God, who's this? Watch out for Push's friend. I, yeah, <laughs> I wondered because they have now. We, we all were in Galaxy's Edge at the same time. Yes. Which was oh yes, day one. Day oh, one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I talked to you. Uh, and I we had interacted with R two D two, and I wonder was oh, there I a didn't guy R two D two? He's in the Droid Depot, and I was just he's going available on. for purchase, but they also like turn him on and yeah. he'll like beep oh. at you, and he can tell if your intonation is a question or. Wait, I'm you not can sure buy a, f- a full sized R two D two twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. It Wait, got, they're selling something for twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. It got some weird press in that, like, they, it was almost like a weird, you know, like a novelty bragging point of the place. That, like, yeah, if you really want to throw it down, there's a twenty five thousand dollar item. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw him. I saw, you saw the control. I person saw the controlling? guy. Oh, because yeah. that's what I was wondering. Mm. Was there a person behind me? Because I, I, I yeah, think I, I did so. at least, but I think he was fully in. Like uh, uh, a cast member garb, because that's a tiny room. It's in like the yeah. tiny room where you. I, I bought Rex, so it was sitting over there. Okay, there he is. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Rex. He was bad. He's in the corner looking yeah. at the wall. Yeah. Oh wow. my god, he's Blair Witch in it. Yeah, <laughs> the dog he's... doesn't like him either. <laughs> oh, really? oh, that's too bad. Well, he wheels around. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't done a lot of interacting with. I have carpet too, so Rex can't get far. Uh, but uh, yeah, Rex is really a pre or not a pre push, similar to push. You need a BB eight for carpet. It, right oh i guess that so. might be that's easier. a good point oh yeah. yeah because there's no part with wheels like yeah. it's all well, i don't know it's how they wheel. work really yeah. did yeah. you do a droid did you get a droid no i couldn't even get in i couldn't get in the, yeah. couldn't get in the cantina couldn't get in the lightsaber thing oh, i had a pretty strange. bad experience at galaxy's edge <laughs> that was all right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense well you were part of you were the second group right you were staggered yeah. so yeah. like now you're competing with everybody like you're that was the first time that group one and group two were all meshing and yes. we, fighting and yelling. Yeah. We were bad boys and caught in line with someone to get into the cantina. Good for you. We so, joined an yeah, existing party. We didn't yeah. cut in line. But we no, were I bad boys. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge it. So I if we had been if we had been more in communication, we may have been able to tell you what the whole situation is. Uh, which right. is regrettable. I'm sorry. Now you can just walk in. Now it's wide open. You can make a reservation for the bar whenever you oh. want. The thing that killed me was that when we went to go into the cantina, there was this young, just as most Disney employees are, just full of fear, um, <laughs> guy saying, you can't go in. And we're like, well, can we get in line? No, you can't. Uh, oh, bright sun's off, Worlder. You can't, you, can't <laughs> you can't even get in line. And so, he had to continue talking in this vernacular that they make them talk, but I'm sure they've given them a limited vocabulary of things to memorize. So, he didn't have the words to deal with people going, wait, why can't we at least get in line? Like, it's our choice if we want to get in line. Mm-hmm. Oh, off-worlder, I regret to inform you the First Order has a, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And he was, like, near tears and I felt horrible. We backed off for his sake. Yeah. But it was really strange, you know. They don't have the word, they, what do they call lines or buzzers yeah. or apps? Uh, right. It's, it's unclear. Uh, well, the cosmic cue that you, the galactic cue is evolved to at capacity. <laughs> the galactic, oh, geez, oh, God. And he was just, like, imploding and... Can Everybody I break so and use Anaheim stressed. language, please? Yeah. Please, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> middle language turn the corner. universal translator on. Oh, please don't get in line. <laughs> turn it off again. My job. They're watching me. You don't understand. It's not the first order. It's the middle managers. They're over there in chinos and plaid shirts and straw hats. Yes. They're after me. An everywhere. upsetting amount of business casual middle managers there that day. There is more of them than workers at Disney. It is. That's the unsettling thing about Galaxy's Edge. When you work there, and I'm not doing that thing where I'm like likening Disney to a fascist regime. <laughs> However, um, they they do have a culture of fear and, and like cult there for their workers who go there thinking like this is a dream job because it's paradise and everybody's so kind of f- afraid of messing up that, that like, nobody makes a decision. So, getting an answer from someone has to go way up the chain. Right. It's, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's a strange place to work. We were always separated as the like union performers but watching it happen and my wife was a princess there too and she oh wow she yeah and tokyo disney too god you guys should have her on oh wow yeah yeah nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah she when she worked in tokyo is yeah it? for wow. six months yeah. wow did she start here and get like was offered that yeah concert? she was a uh ariel um, um mary poppins uh, and a Cinderella and I think a Sleeping Beauty, I think. Wow, wow that's wow. a lot. Yeah. Did she have to learn the same Japanese time. to do this? <laughs> no, I guess not. I huh. don't think so. Huh. And there is a, they do hire white people to portray the princesses. Right. Well, Correct, like yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, right, yeah, yeah you, you do not see Japanese. Like, right. They want, yeah, they want them to look American, I got be American, not look American, be American. <laughs> All the princesses are American. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> they are. That's the way they, they are. are. Little Mermaid uh, lives you know, in the sea next to America. Yeah, we, Milan is from Ch- Chinatown, San Francisco. Right? <laughs> yeah, America. Uh, she speaks we, English. Come on, listen to her. We know they want American performers because I was trying to get Jason years ago to apply to play Austin Powers at Universal Japan. A British band. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I was like, listen come on, up. just go do it. We're not doing anything here. <laughs> and you know what? We didn't have a podcast yet yeah in in retrospect you said i, I should have <laughs> yeah were you working there done no that. no oh. i just saw it online and i go hey, jason go do this listing. it'll be funny if yeah. you go to japan and play austin powers yeah <laughs> you're just checking job listings any for jason number, yeah yeah <laughs> anytime you have ever sent me a job listing it's not like hey this would be a good job this would be good pay it's like this would be funny if you did this <laughs> yeah sure uh, and you have yet to apply to one of them i know yeah <laughs> my your current one is like you should be the uh you should apply to be artist director at ucb oh my god yes <laughs> ladies and gentlemen if you're listening to this now support jason sheridan to be the artistic director of ucb i support had a you. great few years everything's going good i want uh, you to be there as soon as the ship goes down i want you to get revenge on all of our enemies i want it to all happen <laughs> i support this yeah okay. yeah let's do it anyway and do it there. and do it all dressed as austin powers yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like go in there for the interview going i get comedy baby <laughs> yeah. understand. look at my impression <laughs> do i make you horny is not a question that any artistic director should be asking to <laughs> right point in time but it will replace don't think as uh, yes, the official phrase of the ucb theater <laughs> yeah um okay where were we what were we saying uh uh japanese prince oh my god so wait so okay but so because you were di- you were governed by the union so you were outside of the but you're not saying gestapo like tactics of the rest of the disney uh, yeah uh, we were managed by them mm-hmm. still but they they didn't quite treat us like the 
characters and the and the like ride operators and the regular employees. Yeah. I see. I see. Was Just... it Equity Union? No, <laughs> or... it is in Florida, but it was AGVA, the American Guild of Variety Artists, which oh, was a okay. useless union. Yeah, it has a no strike clause. Literally, like there's <laughs> wow. there's no power in this union. We we couldn't strike, so right. the negotiations were always like, <laughs> oh, we we got an extra vending machine for you, <laughs> but you know, and I think like Phyllis Diller was the president for a wow, long time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so Did you ever like, meet her? <laughs> no, it was like a holdover from vaudeville, I believe. Literally, the yeah. union. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, we've had past. I think Iffy, past guest Iffy, was talking about uh, how there were different like cliques, essentially, depending on what department you were, like princesses versus, like, do you mm. remember this? And there's like a whole social structure in the park. Did you experience that or were you just doing your own thing? Um, I guess, that, yeah, I know that the face characters, because my wife Amanda has told me this, were kind of the top of the food chain in mm -hmm. terms of characters and then the like... The, you know, like the fuzzy characters were below that. Mm -hmm. So, and then we were disconnected from it all. But I, I, I'm imagining we were higher on the food chain because I know all those people wanted to be Agva. Like the goal was always uh -huh. to be an Agva. That's what you're called, an Agva, because you got good pay and you got, you know, respect. <laughs> and I say that loosely. Uh -huh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Respect in your aviator stained yes. overalls. Yes. Riding a bicycle. Plane up. <laughs> was there uh was there any job in the park that you were like gunning forever or was it just not in the realm of it? Or, like, were you even just like, I want to do a day of haunted mansion or something? Because that always seemed like fun. No, um I think I, it was the reason I think back on it so fondly is that it was the easiest job. Yeah. It required nothing, like it's a job that you truly left behind the minute you clocked out. Mm -hmm. And if anything, if you carried it with you, it was something like you're still hanging out with your friends. Mm -hmm. There was no pressure, no high stakes. It was so uh -huh. breezy and like the stakes were so low because you're, I guess some people that don't do improv, it would make them tense. But anybody that does, it was the lowest stakes improv. You were often reusing a lot of the same theme park jokes. Right. It was not high art in any way. <laughs> but it worked so well. The, the people love like Push alone. People just ate it up. I don't know why they still don't do Push. It's so it's one person on a job and it gets so much for its, you know, like investment. Yeah. And like pulls people out of lines and crowds for a while. Yeah. Like this will eat up 50 people for this run of time yeah. and delight them. And I would get these huge crowds and circles just surrounding this trash can. And like <laughs> the kids were in awe. The parents were laughing. I probably couldn't do a lot of the things I was doing at the time because like I, I would make the trash can like flirt with people or bump into the other trash can and go like, Sheila, why did you divorce me? You know, and, <laughs> and like hound people for their churros. I was like, you know, like to borderline harassment, of, like throw your God dang churro away. You know? So, push would have been canceled. Yes. I would have been fired. Today, I would have been fired, I'm sure. Push the yeah. problematic trash can. Yeah. yeah. And I would like, if someone would throw away a beer and I would just do a whole set drunk as push, you know, oh, that's like, great. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Or they pour beer in me and I would just like go bump into things and then like roll up to women and go, hi, how you doing? <laughs> it was horrible. It feels like that would be, you could get away with that now at like horror nights. Yeah. They should do yeah. a push trash can at horror yeah, nights. Yeah, they should. 
And then he could say, what it would on this, we did an episode of, I guess it's actually coming out, the Starway. And like they can Mm -hmm. mention weed on the announcements. They can be like, don't smoke on the Starway. Uh, even weed or something like they can say weed, <laughs> even which is weed. crazy. So uh, bald faced. <laughs> I know yeah. there were times where like kids would, a lot of kids would kick it, like preteens would uh-huh. like kick it, and sometimes their parents were there, and I would just flat up roll up to the parents, and go, "Why aren't you doing something about your child? <laughs> Do something about your child." And then I would get the rest of the crowd to shame those parents. Wow, and it was just sometimes it got That's tense. Great. You know, yeah. Was, people, people like a little comedy. Like people like a little, especially when it goes against the Disney type. Yeah. Like they're relaxed, they're on vacation. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm into this. A lot of jokes about how expensive things were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. I was I think I was sort of like part of me wanted to get fired. Because part of me at that point pushes a, is a solitary job. And my friends were gone. And I would break with the, like a lot of the characters and there was a handful of them that I broke with regularly that I loved. They were like my, my family. But then there were these others that would come in and just like eat a banana with their mouth open the whole time next to you. And it was just, <laughs> it was, and they'd always like put on a Disney movie on your break in the break room and you couldn't escape it. And I started to go a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there was part of me that was like, I want to get fired. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. it was like being in a, like, bad relationship where you sabotage it rather than have the balls to break up. I was like, the money's too good, <laughs> you know? So, I was just kind of like daring them to fire me and they yeah. never did. When in the unlikely events that you're being supervised to such an extent that you like, that you actually, you, you slip up and say something like, <laughs> they would have to line up uh, you know, like that, that would require like three different things to happen as opposed to you uh, quitting, which you'd have yeah. to like go do that. <laughs> um, you have to yeah. arrange a meeting. Well, a lot of the middle managers were kind of afraid of the Agvas for some reason. They, I think because they knew the Agvas didn't care. So, they didn't have the like unspoken like discipline of fear over them. Hmm. And I remember there's, you know, we would get away with saying weird things. I remember there was a guy in the Laughingstock show that got some little kid to come and volunteer and he was talking to this character Clem and he's like this kid's the only one with nuts enough to challenge you Clem <laughs> I'm full Mike you know and like I remember another guy was like Jesus Christ <laughs> they never meant to do it but it would come out or like we were doing a improvised song about Aladdin and my friend Gail, she's like, I want you to come into my cave of wonders. <laughs> like all this sexual, like we do a lot of sexual innuendo. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. I mean, we had so many regulars, like I hesitate to call them stalkers, but they were like anywhere from just super Disney fans that would come to every show every day to like special needs people that were dropped off um, as a cheaper way of, of care. Huh, this, right. We'd see this at Universal as well, where special needs people were dropped off often in groups of two and they were just given annual passes because it was cheaper to have them be at the park all day than to have specialized care. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And they were lovely, wonderful, but you'd see them every day and they'd volunteer every time and like, or yell your jokes out before Mm -hmm. you could get them out. But that was more my fault or our fault for reusing the same jokes. (laughs) (laughs) We found a pattern. Yeah. (laughs) But this is, can also be rare in comedy is like an audience who's happy to be there or like an audience who, you know, really wants to be, because it's like, well, I already paid for that. This is free. I can sit down like at the very least. And they actually somehow liked repetition they almost didn't like new things you know you could imagine your your everyday disney guest who comes every day is probably into things not changing like they like the stability oh, yeah. you know oh yes the internet makes that very clear when they <laughs> try to like just, just move a plant or something just peruse the mice chat message board oh, and you'll god. see yeah, oh, yeah. God. i can't believe i can't imagine if we were working there in the days of Reddit, because there was burgeoning message boards and we had seen some of them. And I had an issue with a stalker there and she would post on some things. And by the way, when I, she was in her 70s <gasps> and what? she was a strange stalker <laughs> that admitted to me she thought I was like sending her coded messages on stage and oh stuff God. like that. It was Oh, no. Yeah. Whoa. It, so, retire those jokes, I guess, yeah. uh, if you know what the code is. She what? found my email and it was strange. And she would come with her like middle-aged son who would wear cataract glasses and sit separate from her, but they both would come to every show every day. Whoa. And yeah, she was, uh, she was very sweet, but she was something was off. What's she, the procedure for dealing with that? <laughs> well, I, that's a good question. I'm sure there's a super protocol for that now. I just walked up to her and she, because at one point she emailed me going, oh, I don't like when you hug and kiss Gail on stage. Like, and I, and I, she came up to me after the show and I'm like, um, I just want to clarify, A, that's just an act and B, it's, that's kind of not something you should say. And she's like, well, aren't you sending me these? messages on like i i you're 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 throwing references my way and i'm sorry i'm not and then she reached in her bag and i like hunkered down oh "Oh my god God. this is it and then she just said i guess i'm just going a little crazy and then pulled her hand out of her bag and nothing was in it and i I was just like what is happening here oh my gosh (laughs) yeah you didn't ask for like uh well by by virtue of me being a performer i'm putting myself out there for things like this you should expect uh, this kind of thing to happen like what it was really really strange oh my god which is a a a little microcosm of if you were a very famous person the kind of insanity you would do i can't imagine i can't imagine and that's the only time anything like that's ever happened to me and i think even that was totally harmless she didn't have anything in her bag Mm -hmm. but it's the first time that you were like cause it gave you cause to ever consider that kind of thing so it was really strange yikes Hmm. i remember that happened when i was i i taught for many years and and the last couple years was the first time i was aware like troubled students 
and the surroundings of my classroom and thinking like, I've never had to consider that something tragic could happen here. And it kind of made, took the joy out of teaching. It was horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's a rough area, but if you're, if you're listening and you think you've been hearing coded message for, messages from us, you're absolutely right. We were talking to you and, uh, um, please, murder us. <laughs> please murder us. Please murder us. Kings and queens. That's me. I've been hearing coded messages and I'm here to murder oh, you. Oh God. Oh, great. We invited you. <laughs> we, we let the wolf into the hen house. <laughs> I, I developed Super Ego and podcast to get to this point. <laughs> you wow. built up your own podcast. Yeah. Long game. <laughs> the Heath Ledger Joker. It's such a long con. It's such a long con. <laughs> well, the talented Mr. Ripley. Us. <laughs> All right, that's a longer one. That's a better example. Yeah. Yeah. I admire the strategy. Um, Matt, what did you... I, I have a guess, but what did you do at Universal? Oh, I'm curious to yes. hear what your guess is. Were, were you a working class Brooklyn man who yelled from the windows? Close. Oh. I was the um, spinoff of that, the short-lived spinoff of that, the British yelling person up in a balcony on the British street. Oh, so you should have been Austin Powers in Japan. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they, uh, because there's this thing, the people up in the Brooklyn window just yell down at the park guests, they yeah. thought, let's do that with the English street. And this was, I guess, I think this was 2011 and I, it was summer and I had come out of a fairly long relationship and I was feeling like a lot of my friends lived in LA and I'm like, I should get social again. Cause I'm kind of like, I skew towards the reclusive homebody uh-huh. and so, um, I decided I'll go. My friends are doing this. It'll be like, maybe it'll be a rehash of Disney where you're seeing your friends and you're doing improv. And then, um, I went that day and auditioned and then for the first day of orientation, we all had to stand up and introduce ourselves. And my wife stood up and I just, I remember literally saying, "Uh Oh, like who is that? And we hit it off that day. We hit it off. And we're basically like, she's like, it was crazy. It was one of those true, like, I don't want to say like love at first sight, but we both were all in somehow. I don't know how it happened or what. And so we worked that summer together and we were the first ones to open that show the first day together. And just as soon as we were like officially a couple, I quit because <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> no. want to do that job. And I'm like, oh my God, not only did I get to see my friends, but I think I met my wife. And so, like, I don't need this job anymore. Wow. And got out of there. She worked there a little while longer. And then she also did the special effects show and the, the Jurassic Park dino expert or whatever it is that walks oh, really? around. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, what was, the, was the, were you with a dinosaur for that? Or uh... I think there was like a cart that you had like, animatronic puppet dinosaurs? Oh, the egg. I think it was yes, like the, the egg. Yeah, the puppet, hand puppet eggs. egg. Yes, yeah. that's right. And yeah. now it's much more advanced. Like Is you it? saw the full-sized raptor, full-sized triceratops. Yeah. I want to oh. say it was called Dino Chasers, but is that something else? That, that sounds like, like something else, sounds but maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. a cartoon I watched as a kid, I think. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> you watched all three seasons yeah. and yet don't remember a drop of it. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. But anyway, there's a movie coming out, I'm sure. Yeah. I am the gateway to so many people if you want them, like Mark, Jeremy, Amanda. Um, they all had so many jobs at theme parks. Like, right, I'm trying right. to think Wait, Mark yeah. was the mayor, is that the of direct? Of Disney, Disney? I, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We also all did a bunch of special events. That was the other thing, like corporate special events, uh-huh. improv things. I was mm-hmm. also a thing called a swing, which if you did enough shows, you would just come in for the day, and in case they needed you, so you'd sit around all day, mm-hmm. and maybe you'd do a couple of shows to keep fresh. That was the greatest. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wow! Did you guys then like 
sort of fall in love wearing like monocles and bowler hats and oh, she's, worse got, than that. she's missing it's teeth worse than and, that yeah um, so originally yes it was like a tweedy upper class british man and a posh woman but they for some reason wanted to do away with that so she was dressed like a spice girl and i was dressed like keith richards <laughs> it was awful it was truly awful uh, how did it compare like work like i universal i don't think is union it or, was union yeah. it was union. yeah okay. yeah, yeah. I don't. I they do have a small union section. Yeah. Some, I was thinking when you were talking about the the Disneyland union that there was some. I just remember there was a lot of grumbling when I was a tour guide of that at one point in time, like before 1995 or something, the tour guides and the drivers were in the same union, and then the and then the guides were like, "We need to be our own union," and that caused the rates to go to like half of what the drivers make. <laughs> so if there hadn't <laughs> been the split, because the drivers do great and they should, because that's real yeah, work yeah, that they're yeah. doing. Because if they aren't doing the tram they're like driving equipment around for the studio oh, so, you know, real they should be getting but for some reason the like union happily walked off a cliff and cut their <laughs> wages in half um, oh, that sounds remember. about right that i bet you it was agva yeah it could have been uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i forget what i, I forget what i was then <laughs> what were my tiny paychecks <laughs> what tv was, legend was your head of your organization uh, uh, well, there, well, there was. Well, I don't know if I should say the. No. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, I was just trying to. Well, uh, no, he wasn't a union person, but there was like one of the higher ups at the in the tour guide program was the youngest son on the nanny. Oh, really? Uh -huh. Wow. Still wow. there. He was at the Jurassic World uh, open. I didn't say hi. Oh, my God. Uh, Gosh, you've been keeping a secret from us for <laughs> years now. Very important info. But he's not, he's not a union. He's not a person causing... Right. The, he's not the man causing the wages right. to stay yeah. low. So, let me make that very clear. He was very nice. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, he was not some some Agva uh, crony. Um, but so, this is insane. The way specific Spice Girl or the general... No, uh, not... And... No, it was never even you are a Spice Girl. It was just modeled in that. And like, I wasn't a Rolling Stone. It was just that kind of thing. A generic. And, yeah. So, it was uh, like a UK shirt, maybe like a flag. I have a picture I'll show you. Actually, I think in the picture, it was our first day working, I think. I actually think she might have still been the posh lady, but I was the rocker for some reason. So, I had like a wig with a headband and scarves and like a tight shirt and tight leather pants. It was <laughs> awful. I'm tempted to ask, is there a chance you remember how the voice sounded? <laughs> <laughs> I think it went a little bit like this, Governor. Yeah. What are you doing down there on the street? Huh? I mean, go run and get me pop popping corn. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, I mean, that's great. I would enjoy having yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, if yeah. I walked by today, would you make harmlessly make fun of people's clothing or hats? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because it that's was usually... blazing hot though, uh -huh. because it was summer and yeah. we were in the direct sunlight. Sure, everything is entirely polyester. Yeah, nothing green. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it you're was... tapping into get them to the Greek mania. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Happening really. It definitely had that feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love. That's one of my favorite theme park tropes. Is uh the look of rock and roll entirely divorced from music. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, headband, uh, surly, cockney, British, yeah. emaciated guy. Uh, no music, no music, but just that vibe. Yeah. We know that to be rock and roll. Semiotic says that's the symbol that communicates rock and roll. <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. And who's been that for a long time? Who's been the big rock star who is British and shirtless? You know, you know what the vibe you're describing is like Tom Cruise in... Um, 
Rock, Rock of, of Ages. Ages. Yeah. Like, yeah, Johnny Rock. That, or that or that Dennis Leary show. But yeah, yeah what, who, name a new star since Oasis uh, who that, is of this nature. The, that child band who sounds like Led Zeppelin. What are they called? Oh, it yeah. Greta Van Fleet. Child band. I thought, like children. I thought he was a teenage girl. Oh, yeah. I yeah, assumed Greta Van Fleet was like a Joanna Newsom type. Yeah, they and they're like in their early twenties. And that, yeah. the little singer, he's adorable. And he's just just so fresh faced. Mm-hmm. He's like Annie. Yeah. He's like orphaning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the black smoke rises. <laughs> and then I like that song is so goddamn catchy too. <laughs> well, I saw them on Saturday Night Live and I, I remember seeing feeling the same way when I saw Future Islands on Letterman going, what is happening? And I will I will investigate this hours for hours <laughs> and i did i went down such a future islands rabbit hole after seeing that do you have you seen that when he was on letterman yes no, and he's going doing that like place. speed skating oh, yeah. dance and oh. like this and looks like brando in the 50s yeah. but not you know as well put together and i love him yeah, yeah. Uh, i i did a similar shorter uh research on greta van fleet and the first article was like uh, Greta Van Fleet says they do not like to be compared to Led yeah. Zeppelin. That's <laughs> like every first result. Yeah. Is every and that's article. their own fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to go to the grocery store, but uh, look, some things are... Uh, yeah. You can't avoid it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? Um, I get uh, me. I'm like, I ate all the food. I, I guess I got to find one. <laughs> God damn it. People know me as the grocery store guy. I can't <laughs> shake it. If I'm at one, yeah. I can't, I can't avoid Scott the... Scott Gardner does not want to be known as the grocery store guy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't like, why did I say that even? I don't mind going to the grocery store. You don't I, do. I hate the grocery store. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know why. Mm. Parking crowds. Mm. Sure. Well, if you're dealing, if it's, if it's Trader Joe's specifically. Oh, yeah. Dealing with, yeah. I don't know why. Cause I'm also someone that like, I won't eat. I'll forget to eat. So going to the grocery store is like going to do something that I may forget to use anyway later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. Yeah. I'll go. I'll be like, I should go to the grocery store and then I'll just go to McDonald's, yeah. which is next to the Sprouts over here. Yeah. And then I'll just come home. I understand. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I took care of the immediate need. Yeah. I'll yes. just put it off yeah. till later. Yeah. I'll go and there's a very short window where it's all like in the fridge and the cupboards and I feel great. Yeah. And then after I've eaten a little bit of it, I'm like, oh no, it's going to be gone soon. Oh, I'm going to yeah. have to go back. <laughs> oh no. You have exactly. How, how, how many of you guys live here? Just me. Just my, and my girlfriend, girlfriend, Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay Kate. I do, oh, yeah. Know I know Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Well, I'm You're curious. She's, house. She's I want to see her refrigerator after. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's in good shape. No. <laughs> you I'm just kidding. Can, you can't. You no, can't. you can see it. No. You can see it. Do you want to see it live on mic? Let's see. Does it stretch that far? I guess it's refrigerator is like strangely intimate. You know, yeah. How is your? Yeah. yeah, you know what? You mean? Yeah, even even if mine is clean and there's people over, it still feels like I don't. Uh, yeah, it's like looking in your closet or yeah. bathroom or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. I mean, we can peek in Mike's and see what uh, fruit flavored soda he has this uh, week, based on like, oh look, a new artificial sweetener is out. No, I'm <laughs> not. I'm more of a stevia man in general, oh. right? But I don't have any zevia, which is what you're referring to. Yeah, which no, is but my I think preferred. there's going to be a hyper stevia. So there's oh, going to be think, stevia too. You think so I'm going to go all in on a new crazy yeah, stevia? Yeah, yeah maybe. Hmm. There's stevia in that kombucha that I like. 
that I drink. Oh, right. Yeah. So I am a big Stevia fan, but sometimes I drink too much and I get a stomach ache. Mike oh, does sure. not want to be known as the Stevia guy. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Fire away, he says, Mike. Starting a podcast about Stevia soon. <laughs> Headline, Mike loves com- <laughs> being called the Stevia guy. <laughs> wait, that's Stevia? No, wait. Stevia, yeah. Okay. S-T-E-V-I-A, I believe. Artificial sweet The thing Stevia. that killed Lydia on... Breaking Bad. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, Stevia right? killed her, yeah. yeah. Mm. Is it? Well, yeah, yeah. I guess not. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Other yeah. contents in a packet. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, you don't have to worry about going to the grocery store with HelloFresh, which I imagine we'll be uh, having to read an ad for soon. Does this count? Do we not have to read one if we do this now? Uh, I don't think we hit the talking point, so I don't think it counts. Ah, shit. All right. We can, <laughs> we can, we can cover <laughs> both. If you have one to read anytime soon, sure, too. Blue does this apron, cover uh, is, uh, <laughs> Yeah. The, I think this counts if you do it here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, Miami Vice, I guess we should, we could start, but hey, we can okay. make our way from Little Britain or whatever you call that. Yeah, mostly unused uh, UK zone over there. Yeah, um, let's keep walking down to the down to the stunt zone, but also into the past. Oh into- man, okay, so I grew up in Southern California in Whittier, which was fairly close to Disney, a little farther from Universal. So, for my birthday, I always had my dad take me to Universal. I was more interested in that. Because also, mm-hmm. we got to go to Disney through his work once a year, like mm-hmm. have the park just for the gas company. And that was cool. And I, I would end up at Disney probably two or three times a year. But Universal, to me, was like the movies. It was it was so exciting. It felt, it felt uh, more grown up in some way. A little bit, way. yeah. My yeah. wife and I talk about this. We thought it seemed like cooler, edgier up there. Yeah. And maybe more at the time, certainly, in Miami Vice included, more recent properties you feel like you're you know going into your favorite show of right now as opposed to like a fairy tale from the 50s yeah there was no characters really Mm -hmm. they didn't have like the marvel well they used to have the marvel things and then like with the shrek none of that the only people they had walking around was frankenstein dracula charlie chaplin i think there might have lucille been a maryland lucy. lucille ball lucy yeah maryland yeah. yeah and there was a chaplain who would do warm-up for the stunt shows kamir kassoon i think was his name and he was like the lifetime chaplain impersonator wow he, really yeah down wow. in like especially the western stunt show god there's also the conan one yeah that was at amazing one time there was five shows and the tram tour and that's what you could go see at universal there was like oh yeah oh wait let me see if i can name them yeah okay so it was the wild west stunt show yes. the conan stunt show the animal actor stage the special effects show i think yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. the like when i remember it is like it, it was heavily based on like an airplane tragedy crash <laughs> movie (laughs) cool (laughs) and they would use people in the audience and then you could buy a videotape of it afterwards like you had to jump into water at one point yeah oh wow and then well, oh, Miami Vice. Oh, yeah, yeah, Miami, Miami Vice. Our A-team. Uh-huh. Yeah, our A-team. Okay, yeah. Though also, we we covered it recently. There's another thing where you could buy a video oh, yeah. and then take it home. Do you recall the, uh, the Star Trek... Uh, no. It, was it the Star Trek Encounter Adventure? Was it, ex- was it called? Yeah, Star Trek Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. It was I like don't they remember would, that. They would put you in like a Starfleet uniforms or a Klingon off. I forget what. Oh, yeah, Starfleet, yeah. And then yeah you could that get does a tape. sound vaguely familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like it would be DeForest Kelly doing, he, like they had done parts and then they would just cut it in poorly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like great. Live, yeah, live yeah. shot on stage. But yeah, you're a Klingon. Um, yeah, it was all shows at a yeah. certain point. Yeah. Not, no rides, no separate rides from the tram until... 
ET. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe. I think yeah. that was the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Miami Vice was my favorite of the three. And and don't get me wrong, I love all three. Waterworld. <laughs> well, A Team isn't fair because I'll talk about it in a minute, but it sure. was a weird version I saw. Uh, but Miami Vice, oh, the set. Just all the pains they took to pre-place pyrotechnics, reloadable pyrotechnics, the feel of the fire, the smell of that heavily dyed water. You know, like oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, oh yeah, and it and gets the, splashed around, and those bullets get shot up. You yeah, get those big jets of it, and it kind of mists onto you. Yeah, yeah. Smell and, of pyro, smell of water. Oh God, I loved yeah, there's it. A lot of boats. Too. There was a yeah. speedboat uh-huh. and multiple jet skis yeah. and a fan, but like yeah. miniature yes. versions of all these things. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible, and I wasn't even a Miami Vice fan. Like I'd seen the show. Same thing with Waterworld. I did love A Team, but mm-hmm. um. Those, there's just something about the amazing technical achievement of those stunt shows, but also the cheesiness of the scripts and the, the, like, you've got a shelf life once those stunt shows go in of about maybe three months. And then after three months, every actor is phoning it in completely. There's no (laughs) energy in the punches. The delivery is like, get up there. You've got to save them. And then there's always like, a stage manager and cut this is a real hollywood set you know and <laughs> yeah, i just yeah. love that artifice of it that's not in the water world one i wish there would have no been that, water but... world kind of condenses a story into like 20 minutes yeah. and then miami vice a guy in a tucked in polo shirt comes out and it's like i'm the director and we're gonna walk you yeah. through this and the stunt guys don't really talk besides doing bits they yeah. do some bit they do a lot of wacky yeah wacky and wholesome which, bits <laughs> which that wasn't a thing on miami vice the tv show no, no, it wasn't wacky stopped by the director. Not of, at uh, all. I know that that wasn't. That wasn't some <laughs> Miami was some cool meta show. It was hard boiled. Yeah. Indiana Jones does it too. There's a stage manager that interrupts yes. the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all under the guise of we're shooting a real Hollywood <laughs> action film. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh god, I love that. Which is so like, why? Why would they be doing it here now with an audience? With one direction that you can't see. I know. Mm-hmm. And the Indiana Jones one goes so far as to have fake cameras on dolly tracks yes. and a crew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. right. yeah. the last one hanging on like that yeah. with like, um, you know, there's, it's just them narrate. Like they, they're the MC. They move yes. the action yeah. along and then the stunts happen. Yes. Uh, Waterworld, I mean, they, a lot of that dialogue is like cued from the booth. Like, yeah. And they have to hit every mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and uh, then there's always the thing at the end now where they give the credits of the stunt workers. Like, yes. She was like, mm-hmm. from CSI Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, they've just done some stunt work on there. And right. So, like, we do these series of stunt spectacular sketches on Super Ego and they're all based on, <laughs> on just stopping the action and narrating it through the stage manager that is just the most needless role. And there's, they have that cadence too of like, in a Hollywood show, you've got to get ready for some action. There's danger abound. And it's just this weird cadence that must not be taught but is somehow assumed and I can't understand why. It's like the same thing as like modern prayer cadence of, Father God, we just want to thank you. We only want to praise you. We just merely want to thank you. And it, it's the same vernacular and it's like an unspoken dialect and I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by those like miniature subsets of society that speak in the same way but no one ever acknowledges it. Where like know? one person genuinely talks that way like 70 years yeah. ago and everything's been an imitation of that person ever yeah. since. It's, it exists in 
uh, medical waiting room people when they come in for Matthew, right this way for for Jonathan or like hotel concierges. Like, I'm sorry, we're fully committed. They don't say we're full, but like mm. there's these weird vocabulary usages that just get set into it. And I know that's what you had me on here to talk about. Anthropology. Bizarre pronunciation. Theme park talk uh, is, is very fascinating. Yes. Um, and, and yeah, you're, I think you're right that like, yeah, someone early on was like, let's try it this way. And they're like, well, we did this way long enough. I guess we do the next one. This yeah. Way and it's too. all come full circle. Actually, there is a reason to talk about it with, with galaxies edge because they have a literal like list of things they're supposed to use like bright suns off worlder and hello traveler or whatever you know yeah. oh yeah mm -hmm. maybe yeah. the first instance of a specific set of yeah. like a, a language and terminology it's only jarring. for theme park yeah they yeah. tried it a little bit with uh, pandora Oh, really? Um, but I think they gave it up very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I bet they do at this one, too. <laughs> yeah, well, up here, the first day, there was already, like, a lady in the droid depot who was just like, all right, uh, this is $30. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Like, she didn't say yeah. anything. Yeah. She, like... Was like kind of trying to figure out what was even happening. I feel like so. It I feel like with my friend, he got the blue milk, which was the highlight of Galaxy's Edge for me. I thought it was amazing. Uh, it is good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, but they were like, because I think someone in their party had dietary restrictions, and so they're like, "What's what's in this?" Well, that's the blue milk of the Bantha. Yeah, but what's in it? Oh. Well, it's the milk from the Bantha. No, no, I need you to tell yeah. me or I will die. Yeah, uh, and finally the person just goes, it's just um, rice milk with a fruit additive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get us back off Miami Vice. Do they have food no, no. poisoning on this planet? Is that a thing you have? <laughs> Do they have foaming at the mouth and uh, need to go to the hospital? We call that the Sith's Revenge. Yeah. Do you have the Sith's Revenge? <laughs> Come on, man. The middle manager all like I asked one for directions and they're like uh the refreshers the bathrooms are that way like they yeah. said it and then they're just like no I just want you to yeah just go I have to go somewhere else yeah the refreshers the refreshers that's what the, that's bathrooms, what the bathrooms are, are called. called really oh yeah. my god oh fuck <laughs> off yeah. Yeah. Oh. clearly not a fan of no. uh, any of this there's no Batuvian magic <laughs> <laughs> coursing through your veins oh. <laughs> oh, I man. like that stuff when it's done tongue in cheek but I don't know. I've said this before on a podcast or two. Oh, I don't even, I don't want to get negative. So let's talk about my advice. Yeah. <laughs> a show set in our world, yes. set in the grimy yeah, world of Caribbean yes. drug smugglers. Here's the quality that you could compare. <laughs> oh God. Have you guys watched it on YouTube or did you ever yes. see it live? Uh, no. I, I watched it. The whole thing is available on YouTube and this is one of my favorite, um, uh, things to pick up on of like when home video cameras caught on yeah. because that's really helpful for us doing research like okay I could see the whole Miami Vice show, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. show. there is uh, but a team little too early uh, there is 15 seconds of yeah. footage on YouTube of the yeah. a team show yeah uh, but there are multiple full versions of the Miami Vice one and the yeah. a team footage is silent yeah there's no audio silent, to help you out there. a pretty good sizzle reel uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, my advice—you can see the whole thing from multiple years. Yeah, I so, saw right. the A Team one in person, and it yeah. was in its last days. And I—I've told this story before too, but it's really pertinent here. So, we, my dad and I went. For, I think I'm sure for my birthday again. And by the way, I also remember a merchandise booth outside the stunt show, and you could buy 
all of the A-team action figures and they were the heads of the four A-team guys, but they had paramilitary primary color bodies that were pure ripoffs from first series G.I. Joe. Oh. Like the bodies were right. and they were yeah. cheaper plastic. And you, I bought those and you could also buy an AK-47 toy gun that was really cool. But also, I remember in the show, they didn't have AK-47s. They had M14s with banana clips. I'm getting so nerdy here. <laughs> yeah. But everybody at school was like, they got AK-47s, like any gun with a banana clip. And I was, you know, junior high, Matt Gorley, like, oh, pardon me. Okay, hold on. No, no. <laughs> and so, we go into the stunt show and it was like near its – it was already, I think, announced that it was closing soon. It was a rainy day. And Ugh. out come B.A. Baracus and Hannibal in the A-Team van. They do a little opening stunt thing. And so, only those two characters come out and then Hannibal excuses himself, goes back in the van and the same guy comes out dressed as Murdoch and you never saw face. He was never in the show. What? And it was just like clearly they weren't putting money into it. They didn't want to hire all the oh, people. Wow. People had yeah. called in sick or it was raining. The whole thing was so lackluster. And like so an then, Avengers with only Hawkeye. Yeah. And then, so then when I came back to see Miami Vice, my mind was blown because oh. it was probably newer mm -hmm. and they were into it. And like, it was a real step up. There was suddenly a lagoon and boats and explosions. And then the like helicopter comes up. It was incredible. I think there yeah. was a helicopter in the A-Team one too. Because mm -hmm. oh, really? they then sold that to Magic Mountain for their Batman and Robin stunt show. I remember seeing the same helicopter. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's only going off my own recognition <laughs> of that, but I think you can take that to the bank. I think that's <laughs> right. I wouldn't doubt that. That's right. That's fact. We'll just well, say that is a fact. Yeah. The, stunt, yeah. the Batman and Robin stunt shows that Six Flags would do for like three weeks a year and then it would be like, oh, it's closed. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, just during the busy period. It was just done on the street. There was no real set except the helicopter was above a facade. So, that would come up. But like the rest of it was just kind of like gymnasts on mats dancing huh. and stuff. Or not dancing, fighting. But <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the other thing. They never, they never seen to regiment stuff at Six Flags because I saw Batman stunt show. And I think we talked about this on like the second or third episode. Um, uh, that was in a, a whole amphitheater. What? Whoa! And then there was another. There's another one where it's like the Batman Sun Show was on the body of water. Next yeah, there was to the a water. Park. There was show. a water show, and it looked like it just opened up into a swamp. Yeah, like it just looked like there was a big body of water and there were boats, but there was no like. Yeah. Like backing or anything. And That's this where, like a, and, where the woods uh, was behind it. Great Adventure in New Jersey had the um, Lethal Weapon stunt show. Oh! Which was <laughs> where... <laughs> That's where I got the bu a bullet case. Like, at the end, they were, like, giving away the bland the casings to what? kids. Like, they were giving them out. Oh. Like, Wait, was there a stage manager in that one? Like, a cut guy oh, who God, would yell I cut? I, no, open, I right? think that one was more like what it was more like story based. It was it didn't break like, the fourth wall. We got to get these guys. Yeah, I like my realistic. It definitely was a lot of drug dealers getting shot. Like it was like the <laughs> Miami Vice one. Like, well, this would never fly nowadays. Yeah. I guess there's some well, gunplay in Waterworld. But. Before like the internet knew so much about people thought they knew so much about movies and announcements for movies. Were there people that probably went and were like, "Wow, they're shooting a movie today"? I bet. Probably, I bet. right? And some like. 
you know, international travelers of like, this is a big, t- yeah, they must really be like, shooting. I feel like you were like, hey, honey, whatever episode. We, we saw that Indiana Jones movie shooting yeah. two years ago. Did that, that ever come out? <laughs> I think we're in it. I think, yeah. Like, remember the guy next to us? He went down and he did a stunt. Like, he when did that, did that movie come out? My favorite thing was that you would see these stunt shows pop up on other TV shows quite a bit. So, like, if there was especially like a kind of low budget syndicated show that shot on the universe a lot, they invariably did an episode where one of the characters would end up on the Miami Vice stunt show set, like <laughs> out of this world. Do you remember that show? Oh, yeah. She one time was on that set. There was another one where they end up on it and they would just be like cheap sets and they would like oh, use some yeah. of the pyrotechnics. If and- you're shooting on that lot, you'll find a way to use Flash Flood. Yes. You'll find a way to use even like something from a movie. Like I, I want to say Knight Rider went to the Psycho House twice. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm I could sure. be wrong at least once. <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, there is a picture, uh, there is an A-Team episode where a, a fish man gets on the trolley that used to be up by where City Walk is a fish now. Man, like a, a guy in a man fish hat? costume. Like clear like that sort of thing where Was you- it Hannibal in disguise? I couldn't. T- I just saw still pictures. It might have been one of them in disguise, but you can see womp poppers in the background. The the uh, long gone restaurant womp poppers we oh talked about God. before. What's the two letters P something L womp poppers? What, what used to be Sagebrush Cantina, the second Sagebrush mentioned today, yeah. there was this weird, like, old-timey restaurant called Womp Hoppers. It was a restaurant themed after a, it was supposed to be a, a wagon wheel factory, and a guy walked around who was very much like a, a dream finder, and literally played by the same guy who played dream finder, a guy in a beard, like, I'm H.L. Womp Hopper. <laughs> was that, so that wasn't in the park? That was outside the park? It was right was, outside the park. Do you have a picture yeah. of it? Somewhere. It's online. Uh, we can, we'll pull it up. Yeah, it was yeah. right where Saddle Ranch was, right? Yeah. 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 It was okay, like a yeah. big, uh, yeah. honestly, a building I was thinking, not too oh, yeah, different yeah, from okay. the Miami Vice set, but it looks like rusted it. out warehouse kind yeah. of, uh, uh, or, you know, like, like tin roofs and kind of collapsing sort of vibe. Uh, um, C.L. Wompoppers. C.L. There you go. Wompoppers. Wow. And we'd like to get, get the rights to that character so yeah, we can do that's... things. We can make a movie. <laughs> We're trying to collect all the unused <laughs> IP oh. that isn't uh, oh my nobody's doing anything with. How many rights can we hold by the end of this podcast? Oh, I hope. We have yet to get one, though. So No, no, no. Or look into how to do it. Yeah. Well, I, I asked a friend once casually, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and he said, I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a just, start. Just thrilling conclusion. Any old friend. <laughs> well, he knows things. Okay. So, you know, he's, in, he's into like looking up things. So that's as far <laughs> so as I that's went. A, that's as close to a lawyer. It's I asked about there's a character named Marvel McFay who was a Six Flags character. And he also was an old timey beard man. Old, we're, like a charming we're, old beard. We man. love old timey beard cartoon <laughs> character men in top hats. All three of these things we've described Dreamfinder, Womp Hopper, yeah. and, uh, and Marvel uh, McFay. I said, hey, where do you think Marvel McFay? You think where would like where would we even go about this? And he goes, Ah, it's probably like in the Warner Brothers. It's probably you'd have to like find a lawyer to find it in Warner Brothers. Oh my god. Because like they bought well they no, they owned it already when it was Marvel McFay, but then they just got rid of him and then they just made it a six flags, like a standard Wow. That that was Astro World. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so we yes. got a break in in a in an Ethan Hunt 
We have to get, yeah. it's like the Indiana Jones warehouse where the Ark of the Covenant is. And yeah. there's like all of these, there's like shelves of like cartoon characters, comma, racist, cartoon characters, comma, not racist. <laughs> I'd like, like to be in on this. Yeah. <laughs> Join yeah. the heist, yeah. please. please. <laughs> Large bearded, fantastical cartoon men. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll Just only like get chased out of this warehouse if we enter, not because they're hiding secrets, but because if we start poking around, they have to do work. Yeah, yes, right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we gotta take right. the crew. We gotta Come take on, the crane. man. I gotta yeah, put right the gloves there. on if you have to. <laughs> oh, God. I saw something on YouTube. I was watching like a Disney history thing and they had like the original print of the illustration of the Disneyland Park and a woman at the archivist thing was handling it for him and she had white gloves on, but they had those three dashes like Mickey Mouse has. <laughs> and I was no. just, fuck off. Are you kidding? You have to theme your fancy archivist gloves. That might have oh. been the camera. I, I don't bit. care. It's too uh, much. If you're <laughs> you a Disney archivist, a... you're probably gung ho on that kind I of know. thing. I have a complicated relationship with Disney, as you can tell. <laughs> sure. well, how did it change working there versus? Mm. I never had a reverence for Disney. I loved going to Disneyland, but we're similar. It's I, yeah. not like we're so we're, we don't love. We're like, oh god, you guys want to watch so dear to my heart the forties <laughs> Lamb movie? Like, uh, we don't like whatever. We like the what rides is and that stuff. One? Maybe you know, I do. That's like the deepest reverence I could have pulled. I, it's wow. some weird old live action. It's like a family raising a lamb or something. That's not in the forties. Lambert the sheepish lion. Lambert. No, because that's a cartoon. Yeah. Okay. I think oh, this so is not dear a to my heart oh, is my a god. boring old. I've never seen so dear to my heart wow i don't know I've where never i pulled heard so dear to my heart yeah as long as it exists uh, um <laughs> let me look that up while we <laughs> if keep. it's not real it wasn't a good pull if and if so i had a really specific dream uh, uh oh here we go it's from 1948 uh the combines has- <laughs> animation and live action um and it looks incredibly boring the war has been won a generation comes home to the homeland, and this is what they're rewarded with for entertainment. A family <laughs> raises a lamb. Now relax and watch. Um, now relax. Yeah, Jeremiah names. Do a- not address your PTSD. Watch the lamb. <laughs> watch Burl Ives as Uncle Hiram. Oh, now I'm, I'm in. Now I'm in. Yeah, oh, now I'm aboard. I didn't We're realize. Burl Ives fans. Yeah. I assume. <laughs> okay, so let me alter my previous statement. We didn't care about the movies until. We found out about so dear to my heart. Yeah, uh, you were you were a ride person more than a uh, a Disney historian person. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I think I was more into um, uh, Universal. And then when I was a teenager, Magic Mountain was the place to be because it was hip. And I'd gone to Knotts a ton because I lived pretty close to Knotts, like 10, uh, 15 minutes away. away from Whittier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very close. It's neighbors to Buena Park, basically. Mm-hmm. Do you um, still go? We love talking of knots as much as I. I haven't been in a while. I would love to go to knots again, and not for. I don't mm. want to go. I don't want anything to do with the Halloween horror nights. Oh, okay. sure, yeah. sure, yeah. All right, yeah. I, we <laughs> like that. Yeah, this guy defected and started liking haunts. We it's, went. We went for the, the their their um. What's it called? Not scary farm. Yeah. Uh, and I got in. I'm into the mazes now. But we were all scared when I we started this podcast. The mazes. Yeah, I'm an excitable person, and mm. it, it's scary. <laughs> Me. But my friend Jeremy works at Knott's from Super Ego. He oh, yeah. currently does. Oh, right, he does right, the right. Ghost Town Alive thing. Oh. And then he does the hanging show and all that. Oh, and he's then, part of the hanging. Yeah. Oh, and my what? friend Ken, I believe, I can't remember if he's still 
directing and writing those. I'm oh. telling you, I am your connection to these people. <laughs> no, My geez. ex-girlfriend is, was in the Waterworld stunt show. Wow. Yeah. Helen? Uh, she was yeah, a Helen. Helen. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Yeah. Do we interact? We talked to Ghost Town Alive people. Yeah, we, we were. We met a deputy town. mayor. We oh. went to the opening of the new, ra- the reskinned Rapids ride. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's been was, reskinned? They they rethemed They, like, incorporated it into Cali- the Calico oh, Ghost wow. Town. Okay, that makes sense. You got sense. bears so really nice. salmon. Yeah. You got a crazy old lunatic on a porch. With a musket. You got a, Is that yeah. animatronic? Or, yeah. Wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, not crazy. It just rocks back and forth. But you get a little bit of movement. Oh, wow. You go to go check out all those robot rides. Whether or not you do coasters, do that if you want or not. But I'm just, we're just all about these charming robots and that Knott's Chicken Dinner restaurant, oh, God, which yeah. they, like, hippified a little. And really? now it's, like, a little bit more like a gastropub or Should something. Should we just go straight there after this? Fine. <laughs> oh, my God. That I boysenberry yeah. juice, wanted. too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Boysenberry cakes? beer. Do they they got, oh, they have boysenberry beer. Yeah. Sure yeah. yeah. Well, they have a whole boysenberry festival. That's right. In March. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My dad went to high school with the Knott's, the Knott brothers. Also, he oh. worked as an ice cream scooper at Disneyland early on and met Walt Disney. He was backstage and he and his Walt Disney, his wife came by and were like, how are they treating you here? What? Wow. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I, didn't really I don't think so. I think Tony Baxter only met Walt once as a, or did not meet Walt as a, mm. I don't remember. I'm a second generation Disney employee. I just realized. <laughs> wow, that is wow. yeah. Your grand, my your son or daughter in. better go to work there. You will work at Disney. You will. <laughs> you will do the family line. <laughs> we have a lineage to keep up. You know what? I I we talked. We were talking about knots about this new. You know they. Uh, did a lot of work on that Rapids ride. And I think I forgot to bring up a, a fact I had found out about Knott's. Um, Buena Park, in terms of an entity as like a town or a city, has only existed for like a couple decades. Before that, it was kind of an unincorporated area. Oh. And as such, the um, Knott's uh, security team uh, was deputized. <gasps> Like to assist with the sheriff was was deputized to assist the Orange County Sheriff's Office. That makes sense because I also have a friend who was a dispatcher at Knotts for security. Yeah, so they would would talk about that. Sometimes get dispatched to help with situations and stuff. And the head of the security for a long time was a knot. Was a knot son. A knot. So uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah, yeah. Keep that word going. Security <laughs> was a knot. Yeah. Not, not is it true? Is it myth or true that no one can be pronounced dead on Disney grounds? And so if someone mm. dies, which they have, they take the myth. That's yeah, got to be a kind myth, of right? There's public yeah. record saying as yeah. much. Yeah. Hmm. But as soon as they, their soul leaves their body, that's technically <laughs> it's not. Then, it, then it's a fairy land, and it goes right to the haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. You're happy. They, they now. do. If you die on Disney grounds, they give you the option of: Would you like to go to work uh, as a grim grinning ghost? Yeah. How's your baritone? <laughs> yeah, we don't say they passed away. We say they're now a happy haunt. Right? Oh my god, <laughs> gone to a happier, hauntier oh. place. <laughs> oh, ick. Uh, um, I okay, so. Does that mean that technically, like a ghost town sheriff could? That's what my question was going to be. Arrest too. somebody? <gasps> oh, to yeah. yeah. I and mean, is a ghost town like bandit breaking the law? 
Mm, not stunt show oh god that was one that didn't change for years and years it's different now but i had that thing memorized i loved that thing so much is it a western one yeah i wanted to be in it so bad and i went and tried out when i was in college i was i was a really little guy in high school and really wiry thin in college and it was just like no way i could pass for a man and i even wore like (laughs) a plaid vest to kind of like butch myself up but that doesn't do that and (laughs) I, i think i generally got laughed out of there. And they didn't Man. have like a nerd or a dorky barber who they could pull his pants down or something. No, they had an audience plant in Hawaiian shirt, but even that guy was like a bearded they were all men. Like they were like the Beaumont yeah. Bear was like the big Hollywood stuntman that came down to the Berry Pick and Knott's Berry Farm. And like the main guy was like a real fancy dude. And the Beaumont Bear was a Hollywood stuntman mm-hmm. who would come bully him around. And then there was just those two guys and the audience plant who would like come on stage in a Hawaiian shirt. And the main dude was like, all right, I'm going to throw a Hollywood punch to you. He's like, hold on. I just had a taco. You know, and you, oh. you think he's really a plant because he's also got a wife he's sitting with and then he's the one that ends up getting shot and doing the high fall at the end and you're like whoa that's great i missed that one because now it's kind of like there's like a big gatling gun and it's just like trying to be a little bit more blockbustery like Waterworld, but it's somewhere in the middle and it doesn't work there was something really quaint about just the three person stunt man yeah we we saw one a couple years ago which i think is the bigger scope probably one i think so that's is getting back i think to the charm though with the ghost town with all the rides like it's it's slowly like trying to charmify the park again i that i think is my friend ken who went to work there ken parks who used to work at disney and is responsible for a lot of that stuff because he's he's great and he brought i think some of that disney style stuff over yeah yeah Yeah. geez well yeah mission accomplished it is it just getting more and more charming by the year. That's what we want. Charm. <laughs> yeah, same. Same here. We love charm. charm. Chicken and charm. <laughs> Tear down the coasters. Yeah. Bring up the charm. Yeah. That's yeah. the main thing that this stunt show happened under the shadow of a roller coaster that just every 10 seconds. That's right. Ah! Yeah. So it was that was not the case originally because that's one of the fairly newer ones. I see. Yeah. 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 Right, right. Oh, I um, missed that stunt show. Yeah, geez, geez. Um, um, Miami Vice, though, uh, um, I, you know, Oh, well, you, you know, you were also talking about uh, you were talking about the set being cool. I want to give a little shout out to the. I think the. I think this. I think the Miami Vice thing was landscaped beautifully. So beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Lush yeah. vegetation. Looks like you're in the. You know, because you're supposed to be. You're on some sort of like all drug smuggling island. Yeah, but did they ever mention drugs? Um, you know what? I, it, yeah. I, I saw like copy in which, oh, wait, hang on. Smugglers and arms traders. Yeah. So, yeah. smugglers could be anything. It could be yeah. like rare exotic bananas. It could be just it was any definitely like that. Yeah. 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 I, have the, I have the phrase. He says Caribbean crime boss and his gang of sleazy smugglers. <laughs> I so see. And action. <laughs> Got it. So, they're smuggling like uh, gold teeth. Also, the yeah. sound systems on these things were amazing too because like the music blares when they start and you get that like what are they called Timmons drums or I always get it wrong Simmons or Timmons drums uh-huh. with those like and those in the arena oh god he's sort of like tinny speak it's like yeah. music the Miami Vice theme is perfectly suited yeah. for, to be played on those kind of like <laughs> yeah uh, like not great car speak it's cassette rock yeah I think and if I remember correctly like Waterworld they do use blanks in they do use blanks yeah yes. in Miami Vice it was sound effects was and they sound had dummy guns and yeah. they were doing oh, like, the like oh, recoil yeah. because I remember like there's a 
Crockett and Tubbs, especially. Maybe one or two of the goons have blanks at some point. Yeah. But Crockett and Tubbs have like the same guns. They just keep tossing yeah, back and shotguns. forth the whole time. And yeah. the sound doesn't, it's not always 100%. No. It's either dead on or it's a little off. And the best part, again, is like they you get into the zone where they're phoning it in. So even the recoil of the gun is just this like lackluster, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. little and there was the thing where they pullback. shoot one guy with a shotgun and he's hooked up to an elastic cord and he gets bl- like drawn mm. back through these main two doors and it's so slow and elastic but it's so funny like you shoot someone with a shotgun and then they fly back at like a medium pace (laughs) through the air it's so strange and i just i just love the artificialness of it i don't know what it was how could you possibly go through those motions and not just get limper and limper i don't know as as time goes on i mean i have that question about any i've never been in a play either anything that ran for a long time yeah Yeah. i've done any performance more than once ever so i I don't know how anybody like gives it their all and like yeah imagine like doing shakespeare 300 nights in a row but i still want my theme park employees to you know give it all you got yeah, yeah. You know, there's some like like uh crockett does a flip at some someone does a flip someone kicks someone else in the face those are those seem like they're the fun ones to yeah. do because they they give it their all yeah they that. have to to literally have like to to get over it. to flip yeah. and also to yeah. not land on their head but yeah. the faces are still dead that's the crazy thing they're doing all <laughs> this stuff and their faces are dead i will say this in i worked at disneyland for 10, 12 years. I don't know. I never phoned it in in that improv stuff. Even yeah. in Soap Opera Bistro, like I would give it my all because I think I was, I think it just came from doing theater in college. They're like, it's embarrassing if you're not convincing, you know? Yeah. But if yeah. you're a yeah. stuntman, you're not really trained in acting. And so, uh-huh. I and I guess there would be a drudgery to it though. At the you, same time, I've heard the other complaint about stuntmen that they go so like I've heard people who've been movies, on sets who yeah. have to say like he does not be like what would a real person do not yeah. just this like huge swing back and like oh right, right. Like, like like hammy deaths yeah. can be I, I think maybe some men have a hard time like finding that yeah that middle yeah I went I remember taking a whole roll of film once of like you know Kodak film just shooting pictures of the stunt show. And then I went home and tried to build a a GI Joe stunt show. So I would like, I had like at a young age, pretty much learned how to do like blood pack squibs. And so I'd set up these little model rocket igniters to batteries and put little, I would drain piccolo peat powder out of piccolo peats, put them in these like toothpaste caps and made this little diorama. And then I made like a little brass tube that I had my neighbor drill with like, um, holes that got smaller and hooked a little rubber tube up to like a Bic lighter and hid that so there could be like a line of flames that would come up and then hit the button wow. and then like a little explosion. Whoa. And I made little mattresses for my GI Joe's. <laughs> Whoa. You let them fall safely? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, I wanted to play the stunt show, not the real. Not the reality. Oh, yeah. Boy, you're speaking our language. Oh boy. And not even like, I'm going to fuck up my toys and no. throw them hard at the no. ground. Like what they got to be? They Because they got to do the show again. Yeah. Yeah, they got to they got to redo it and I'd have to clean the like white powder burns off them each time. Oh but even God. so on the set I liked the powder burns cuz the Miami Vice thing was covered in white powder burns, you know. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cuz they reused like any like time like there was a bullet hit on the walls. It was just like a little plug cap they'd put in there. And so I would sit there in the beginning of the show and go like, "Oh, 
that's a bullet hit, that's a bullet hit, because it was just stained white from all the powder, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 Which causes this set that's supposed to be rustic to begin with to yeah. age up yeah. as, as it goes. Yeah. It's bearing the scars of its many performances. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Would you watch movies as a kid and be like, just kind of fascinated by the process oh, more than God, the movie yes. itself? Yeah, and anytime I could take a peek behind the curtain, like in Die Hard, when they go up to the roof and the helicopter's coming and John McClane shoots his gun up in the air to get the people to go back downstairs and then the helicopters shoot the roof. There's two shots where you can see the whole web of wires for the squibs on the ground. Like they didn't even bother to hide them. They're just huh. laid out. Wow. Bare wires with little squibs. Huh. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, in Platoon, when um, <laughs> Willem Dafoe's character is running out in that huge moment, he's mm -hmm. wired with tons of squibs, but they didn't work. And there were so many, it was such a major shot with so many cameras, helicopters and explosions that they kept going. And there's a couple shots where you can see him pressing the button in his hand, nothing's happening. And then he lets go. And then later the wires just dangling from his hand and like wide open shots. He's just, it's just a wire hanging from his hand. And wow. did you notice that as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So huh? you were really just paying attention to that. I'm so into squibs. Well, <laughs> I, squibs. I had this podcast called I Was There Too. And I would always ask these guests, mm. have you ever been squibbed? Oh, yeah. And then on the 50th episode, I had asked so much that this special effects house reached out to me and I was going to be in New York for Super Ego. And we did a whole documentary on me getting squibbed. It's called The Squibbening. And <laughs> oh, uh, I finally got to realize my dream. I had. <laughs> we did one individual squib and then we did a shot of four machine gun squibs on me. Wow. And it was so fun. Wow. So fun wow. How'd it look? It looked great. Yeah, I mean, you can just Google the squibbing and it's a documentary online. You can watch That's it. Great. Were you happy with your, your own performance? Do you think you rode the stuntman line? I don't think I did it well because I was too... Well, A, it was too new an experience and B, I was too relishing the moment mm. to act, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Are, yeah you can't come yeah. pretty, you can't tame that smile down. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was too happy to get shot. Wow, well, wow. Well. <laughs> Are there moments like that? Because you're a big James Bond guy too, yeah, right? Yeah. You, you have a James Bond co podcast as That's well, right? right? Yeah. Um, uh, are there any moments you ever caught like in the classic Bond movies? Like, well, there's, I can see that. I oh, can see. Good question. I'm sure there is. Let me think. Especially around those 80s ones. You also be... designed, did you design a hypothetical James Bond park or stunt show? Or? I did. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> this is slightly <laughs> embarrassing, but I did. Three, I've done three prints of James Bond theme park stunt spectaculars. So, I did the Thunderball Aquatic Extravaganza, which is like in a big tank. <laughs> and then I did uh, Live and Let Die Stunt Spectacular and um, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. And they all take place at fictional like Six Flags over Squaw Valley Snow Resort. <laughs> Six Flags <laughs> over... over uh, uh, Baton Rouge, and then there was one in Florida. And if you go to MacGorley.com, you can see those or purchase them. Oh my god! Great. Yeah, Sweet. and wow. I, I'm thinking about doing some other movies. You know, like a like a Friday the Thirteenth, or you know, like oh, Stunt sure. Spectaculars or something. Oh, wow! Wow! wow. Yeah. Wait, and wait, and what is that art? What's what's in? How do you convey what? The, I, the it's, I of treated it? it like a poster from the time, so it's not like. A drawing of what it would actually look like, but I remember the like newspaper ads for Miami Vice, and so yeah. you would see the elements of the actual set as they were, but it was still movie posterized, where everything's kind of coming at you, yeah. and it was like mm -hmm. kind of fictional looking and explosions. Like it's it's not meant to be linear, so it incorporates all the elements of the movie that would be in that stunt show. Yeah, Jeez, yeah, that's a great idea. Wow, wow. So like, there's sharks in the in the Thunderball one, and a jetpack, and you know. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and then the like this Honor Majesty Secret Service one has like a bobsled track and because also oh, it, sure did you oh, have you guys ever covered this you probably know about this at Six Flags Magic Mountain in 1984 when the Olympics were big and not the Los Angeles Olympics but the Sarajevo Yugoslavia Olympics there was a ride called Sarajevo bobsleds at Magic Mountain. Nope. Mm. Never come across this. It was this. based oh. on the Olympics. Oh my God. Wow. It's funny you say that because I was at um, Bush Gardens Williamsburg during the 96, 94, which was the 90s Olympics? I think it was 96. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Izzy, you remember Izzy, the little oh, mascot? Yeah. They had built a small no. wildcat roller coaster that was themed to Izzy. Oh, wow. Really? So, uh, Izzy coaster? Yeah. Magic Man was big on just buying prefab roller prefab coasters rides. and then loosely theming them. Yeah. But I believe they shut the bobsleds one down because it was dangerous because it was loose bobsleds in a like It's just a regular what? bobsled. With yeah. wheels instead of, of yeah, blades. Oh, blades. Yeah. And With, it was just in a U-shape like a water slide track. Whoa. Yeah. Which is the kind of ride that feels very action point. Like the kind of thing where they would, would totally fuck you up and skin your knees if you fell off it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jeez. That's a dangerous thing. Uh, uh, you know, the... Uh, Miami Vice stunt show was written and put together by uh, the uh, guy Phil Hedema, who's come up on the show before, part of the Star Trek thing we talked about a little while back. But he got into theme park world after having designed the opening and closing ceremony of the 84 LA Olympics. Oh my God. Which is totally insane where a UFO lands and a spaceman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comes out and like, you know, he I essentially oh. said, it's not this, it's some message about like, why well, I've seen you humans now at your finest and your most harmony. And uh, does that imply that he was like going to kill us? Right. But then the Olympics convinced him I not to. I did not remember that until you said that stuff because I went to some of the 84 Olympics as a kid. Oh, really? I didn't go to the opening ceremonies, but now I want to rewatch that. That sounds nuts. <laughs> I only barely did it out the door. I got to sit and watch the whole thing. But also Lionel Richie, killer all night long performance. <laughs> wow. Uh, 80, yeah. 84. Those, mm. those are, uh, uh, yeah, yeah super, coming back. super solid. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. Will it be as fun this time? It's will like, it be, uh, will it destroy the city? Well, or will it make <laughs> it, it uh, a, yeah, yeah, no longer possible living. Yeah. That feels like that Super Bowl halftime show before they would just get like an old rock act yeah yeah like, yeah uh, yeah when the when they had skits yeah, i wanted yeah. i want skits in my sports entertainment when are they start doing stunt shows at halftime because actually that's a lot well, more football based than yeah. you know putting like justin timberlake in like imagine sure. you do action stunt spectacular at the halftime do you know do, about do, yeah what? we all we're all chomping yeah, we can't wait to tell you they, uh, sorry i gotta go <laughs> no, <laughs> no wait, please oh. all right i'll write you a letter about it um there was a there was an indiana jones halftime show promoting the indiana jones adventure opening at disneyland <laughs> and it was so the star of the stunt show is just a man you've never seen before as indiana jones and it is it's stunts it's passing of the super bowl trophy back and forth like marion it's marion oh too it's amazing in between performances from uh who's tony it? bennett tony, tony bennett, bennett sings <laughs> tony bennett sings uh, can you feel the love tonight i believe <laughs> yeah. the lion king My song God. and patty labelle patty yeah LaBelle, i think that's right I believe yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, with a big shock of hair. Capshaw's in there singing "Anything Goes." Oh yeah, no, that's what that. should, uh, It's kind of that vibe. It's a little bit of like the '40s cabaret club or whatever. Yeah, and and Indiana Jones has, falls from the sky. He skydives into Naturally. the arena. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've yeah. got to see that. Oh, it's, oh my it's god, it's so nuts. And I think, and that like. 
I think it was from everything you read about it, it was a disaster. It like barely came together. Uh, and I think people did maybe get hurt. So there was some oh. weird thing where like, or at least during the one run through they had that Patty LaBelle's high heel got caught in a grate or something. And like she almost <laughs> tripped and fell down the stairs. Um, really insane. But like, it's like all the stuff like spikes coming up from yeah. the ground oh. and Indy avoiding it, but live during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever see the miniature stunt show they did at Disneyland? for Indiana Jones. It was kind of in the like a jungle area bazaar. Yeah. Oh, we talked about that. Yes. a woman. Yes. Yeah, where he yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 A woman. Yeah. yeah. We never heard of it until we looked into it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> go to hell. I don't think he says go He's, to hell. Wait, but is she possessed or is he possessed? She's possessed. She's possessed. I saw it. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. He's She's really possessed. punching the devil via yeah. this woman's body. He right. doesn't want the devil and to be there. Then he throws her but... into the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, drop a, a lightly disguised the old Cave of Wonder set. That's he there. does. He does kill her eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. He kills her. Killing's yeah. fine. Yeah. Punching is. Yeah. He puts her head of her limits. misery. He yeah, does the, yeah. the humane thing. Right? right. Were you working there when that happened? I, uh, I might have been, but I don't remember. That seems like that, that yeah. could have crossed over. I forget. Uh, um, what am I missing from... Uh, Miami Vice is a very... I mean, there's some very impressive stuff. The helicopter is very impressive. I do wonder yeah. if the helicopter... What worked more often? The helicopter or the water world balsa wood plane? Yeah, that balsa wood plane gets canceled if there's too high a wind. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they don't do it, which would be a real bummer. What do they do? They just... They just... uh, I saw it once. They just set off all the fireworks, I Uh, think, right? I think... Yeah, I think so. But then there's a weird thing, at least when I saw it when I was much younger, there's a weird part where the deacon goes there's a crash he hears a crash and he looks back where you can't see and says oh no my plane oh yeah um, <laughs> he still I does love firefall yeah. i think i love I, th- I don't know maybe it's not a theme park stunt show unless there's stuff that doesn't I work lame stuff, yeah. 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 stuff the other uh, cool thing in miami vice was when they ride in that mine car oh, that's the, the mine car is insane and it explodes and they go flying out that just blew my mind that's a crazy stunt yeah. i don't know how they do that that is like that you can't half-ass that they it seems so whip flashy like it just suddenly hard stops and they go flying out and they, yeah and they do like a full flip i believe yes both, flip, of them, yeah. both of them that's what's also impressive to me is that they both flip out of it yeah and you'd think they would co- like their heads would collide regularly mm-hmm. like yeah. it would happen all the time but yeah. maybe it did i don't know yeah um they uh the articles when this was opening uh in the la times uh, the MCA's uh, corporate safety program director, because um, MCA owned Universal at this time, uh, said, "Our industry quote our industry gets a lot of publicity when things go wrong." Said Paul Holehouse. <laughs> <laughs> hell of a name, hell of a name, Paul Holehouse, director whole house of production. the MCA's corporate safety program. <laughs> um, but Water World and Miami Vice, at least, like the water and the landscaping looks pleasant. It's yeah. a, it's aesthetically appealing to look at. Um, the 18 looked like a dirty field, like yeah. a dirty demolition derby monster truck show. Yeah, it was it was like a, a Mexican villa or something, or I it, can't remember. I think it's the border. I think okay, you're yeah. at okay. the uh, okay. currently relevant U.S. Mexico border, and the like. It's, so it's and you're you're watching it through. 
like there's a fence in front of you with barbed wire that like bends that's like see, that feels like oh. it's trapping in the performer side of things so that was like a safety thing there was like a chain link fence or it was theming or safety or maybe all of it together that. i don't, remember I don't know but it's so dreary you're watching like a very depressing pen essentially yeah. um the footage of that has to exist like archive footage of that thing I yeah would, i wish they I would, would release th- that how could it only be yeah definitely made it hard to find much about but yeah i saw a couple photos that were really miserable and then i read about this sort of miserable uh like uh, union organizing situation they there was a successful walkout by the A team, I guess not successful in the, the I don't think they A-team. got by the A team. They did it. They banded the together. A team doesn't act. fight their way out. I love it when a plan comes together. I love it when a union comes action. together. <laughs> Collective bargaining. You don't got to solve everything with punches, fool. <laughs> by the way, I rewatched some of the A team originally. In the first season, his catchphrase, or at least the first few episodes, that may just be the pilot. Because they actually recast face, I think, and did yeah. some recasting. His his catchphrase was not um, "I love it when a plan comes together." It was Hannibal's on the jazz. <laughs> what? It's like I'm on the jazz. That was his way of saying like I'm I'm in the like the rhythm. I'm in hmm. I'm I'm on the prowl. I'm making it happen in the pocket. I don't know what, but well, hmm. it's my catchphrase now. Just <laughs> what I was thinking. It's yeah. on the jazz. <laughs> We will we will find a proper moment to say it later yeah. on. Um, yeah, well, it's another IP that we can buy up because nobody's using it. They, they never made phrase, T-shirts yeah. of on the jazz, so yeah. it's ours now. Yeah. Great. Um, so the yeah, they were like the eight team stunt performers are very unhappy with what they were making on the thing, and they even quoted them. So, like somebody says, we don't feel we should risk our lives for a lousy two hundred fifty dollars a week when I could go <gasps> dump trash and get paid more. Two hundred fifty a week. Let's assume that's a five day still. work week, so that's fifty dollars a day yeah. for stunt work. That's crazy. Is it around what I got paid as a tour guide? Even but with these inflation. guys are, but that's, but then, yeah, in '85 and it's stunt people. Yeah, um, that's really shitty. Uh, they proposed to Universal a five dollar per performance raise. That's it. And Universal <laughs> said, "How about a fifteen dollar per performance cut?" <laughs> they like just Ugh. they got the request and just said, "Fine, we're drastically cutting your salary." Wow. So they all walked out, and but the universe was like, "Fine," and they just put up a newspaper ad for more, which maybe is what happened when you saw it. Maybe they were just like, "Well, maybe. we found three of the guys, but not all of them." Scabs. You got to go back and forth. Your Murdoch Jeez. too. Stunt scabs. Stunt what, scabs. The lowest form of life. That's what Heim Saban did at the Power Rangers. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. They're like, "Hey, we want some money because this is so popular," and he was like, "No, uh, we're placing." you and he did and like as a kid i was just like oh that sucks i like them anyway i'll keep watching (laughs) weird that that cool doesn't like bernie sanders or elizabeth warren that's strange yes it is weird i agree (laughs) uh they also released a statement another bizarrely named universal person patty casino (laughs) (laughs) whole house and casino are on the job (laughs) another whole house casino production Uh, Patty Casino took to the papers to say, uh, you know, the stuntmen say that it's one, this is the A-Team is one of our most popular shows, but actually it's not as popular as the Western show or the Animal Show or Conan the Barbarian. She went out of her way to say it's actually not Jesus. doing well for us. So that's like when Disney was like, you know, Lord Miller weren't doing a very good job making this solo movie. That's why we <laughs> yeah, fired yeah, them yeah. and <laughs> sent them away in disgrace. They must have had ghostwriters on all their other mega successes because yeah. these guys yeah. were really shitting the bed on the set. 
Um, it, it does seem a little claustrophobic to me, the idea of, of going to Universal and doing the tram and then five shows. Like, that seems yeah. like a lot of sitting. Yeah, because there was no lower, like, lot theme park no. area at right. that point. Yeah, there yeah. Was Until they shops. installed the Starway. Upcoming topic, the Starway. Is that the Get escalator? Yes. Yeah. We did an, we got an episode in the can minute. about, the, oh my about God. The, uh, about the escalator. We had a lot to say oh, about yeah. the escalator. Who was, is that out yet? Um, not, no, no, no. <laughs> Why does that sound familiar to me? Yes, yeah, similarly mundane. Okay, although I think it will be out by the time this comes out. Now that I'm thinking yeah, about it, I'm doing the math the world, in my head. The world will the world know. Will know. The, the world will have changed. It sounds familiar because of all the awards it won. Uh, <laughs> you're getting like a future, fl- a future flash. I think yeah. is what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, '84 Olympic ceremony. Yeah. So <laughs> one day you will have the world's greatest escalator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe in you, humanity. Uh, the same quote from the guy who does. Uh, doesn't like his $250 salary for some reason. Uh, he is the guy who plays Mr. T. And in the beginning of his his quote to the press, he says, I pity the fool who takes my money. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did his newspaper I quote in character. Like that. No. <laughs> no. I don't know if that helps his case a little bit. He should be out of care. He should be enjoying yeah. this fight. Or maybe he should. Now he's showing how good he is. No. Yeah, that's true. The You're probably right. unspeaking role in the show. Yeah. Right. There was a Mr. T who worked for Universal. Until he died. There was a Baracus who... who like a walk-around character? Well, he became a tram driver after I the show I saw that name on the studio tour. Oh. JJ, I don't specifically remember that person, but it does sound familiar. He, he, he went JJ. to the stronger union, I guess. Uh, he uh, worked for Universal until he died in 2014. Oh, geez. So, That's nice. Wow. Lifer. Huh. Um, the... What have I, I missed? Um, the... Sorry, I was going to no, say no. Miami Vice. Yeah. I have there was I watched a behind the scenes, uh, which is like it was billed as like a making of. Uh, it's like two minutes long. I, I just see that. Somebody. There's a Conan one that's kind of long. Or Conan. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The that one's like, there's super tech going on with that because yeah. if people don't know that show, there's big lasers. dragon that rises yeah. up from yeah. the lasers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and lasers, um, the rain, highest tech rain, thing of all. Rain curtain. <laughs> Some, somebody in the video was like, you know, there's 50 stunts in 18 minutes, and it will be radical. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down too. That's well, I can notes. tell you, it was radical. <laughs> yeah, it certainly was. And I wrote, I also wrote that guy who says that kind of looks like Randy Johnson a little bit. Oh yeah, mustachioed baseball yeah, yeah, cap yeah. dude. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that is a great moment. My other favorite part of that video is a guy practicing doing, practicing taking shots from like a zip line so he's there choreographing when the shots would take place and watching a man slide down a zip line and go one two three four five six seven eight nine ten yeah, yeah. <laughs> really really fun yes that is good yeah yeah um good video good video it's a um, short one though they so. also oh wait and then there's a part where a guy says yeah you got to be careful and choreograph these things right because if not this can happen and then he raises his arm and it's in a full cast like mm-hmm. at, a, oh, at a crazy geez. angle and then the narrator says but when it all works right which is almost all the time <laughs> in a there- casino whole house production <laughs> no <laughs> spared no expense put the money on the screen <laughs> there's a there is an odd joke in Miami Vice. The the one joke where I'm like, well, that really wouldn't fly nowadays is the the director MC guy picks up a rifle and he's like, of course, everything is uh, the sound. Of, these are fake guns. We never use live ammo. And then he points it at the ground. And a bunch of squibs go yeah. off in the water and he's like, whoa, I guess this thing's loaded. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, 1995, when did Brandon Lee happen? Like, I oh, was just right. like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't, this seems... uh I don't know about this one. Yeah, right. That's right. 
the, the crow stunt show was not ultimately yeah, the, no they did not get off the ground uh, no. that's the thing with this show in general that i do i think today if a new theme park stunt show was put together i don't think it would just be guns it is a show all no, about guns i know nothing but guns well, and, and in the case of miami vice like uh the, you know, we're ignoring the, all of the like moral complexity and ambiguity of the show and all of mm. the that is mainly a show where people like talk very soberly and like, nope, it's guns. They shoot each other. Big gun mm-hmm. stunt show. I yeah. say bring it back. But 2006 Miami Vice. So it's a lot of like, I love that. Dun, 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 can <laughs> you get the encore? Uh, Do you want more? And like, there's the weird <laughs> Colin Farrell, weird yeah. haircut. Like, they keep saying go fast boats. Get in the go fast boats. Yeah, get in we'll the go take fast. A go fast boat. It's just the boats and a lot of lighting and yeah. digital video from the time and and the Jay Z Lincoln Park mashups. Yeah. Oh right. That's what you get to see. I've never watched it. it. Does sound pretty crazy. I like it a lot, actually. I, yeah. I know I'm in the minority, it. but I think there's a growing uh, appreciation for that movie again. It's mm. come up a lot yeah. lately, and I'm like, I gotta rewatch that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think it's better. I think Collateral is still a better movie. Yeah. But like that, it's we, it's interesting to see what expensive digital digital film looked like yeah. at the time. What I remember about that movie is that somebody came to speak to my film school who was working in the post department of that movie and who's and they said uh, that during editing, Michael Mann would come in and watch the full movie every day. <laughs> he would not wow. just do a part of it when he I'm got there. <laughs> so I, I love the thing. I'm not just me. I'm a fan. Look how cool that light looks. Crack of dawn. Yeah, Public that's... Enemies is dog shit. Don't watch Public Enemies. Though. Oh, oh, no, the, the, that. oh, the Dillinger one. All right. Oh, too yeah. bad. Uh, um, I, uh, I, I should also say the... Uh, you know what's weird is that Universal Florida had this show that was on their lagoon. They had a stunt show for a long time that was not Miami Vice, but it starred like two Miami Vicey dudes, and they played the Miami Vice music uh, through the whole show. It was all scored by mm-hmm. Miami Vice music, but it was not specifically the Miami Vice stunt show. It was what? called Dynamite. Night's stuntacular. Oh. Did you guys ever see stay around no. for at night and watch Dynamite? Yeah, Never. Like, we would usually catch the nighttime that. show. Ugh. A non-brand. If there's any way to make this better, making it a little uh, less brand. brand. Yeah, yeah. 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 brand. Miami Vice stunt spectacle. Generica sizing it up a bit. I, I never remember Nights? seeing Dynamite that. Nights. Uh, I probably saw it from a bad viewpoint. Only when I went in like 2012 or 2014, where it like happened to be eating at dinner at Lombards, the seafood place on the water. Oh, nice! And they're like, Lombards. "Oh, you can go out on Hell the yeah. patio and just watch." And at that time, it was Morgan Freeman telling you about the importance of movies, <laughs> like the magic uh, of hundred years of movies. Okay, that was less That's spectacular. Extremely dull, and yeah. yes, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but I guess like uh, I, I, I should mention this with the gun thing too. Or as this question like uh, uh, and when there was this new Miami Vice that sort of got back to the roots of what it was going to be like d- I don't know the show unbelievably well I have not watched the full run of the show Me but either. it does not yeah. seem like I feel like I know so much more the the theme park version of it but it does not seem like it was a show that was all ass kicking all the time you know what i mean like and i even saw a youtube comment that said this is more like rambo to me than (laughs) miami vice so which i don't mind i don't i think it's cool that it just like takes all the top moments of the show and you know boils it down but uh does not necessarily reflect its source material not at all yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, it was way more rambo-y yeah 
like yeah. Tango and Cash kind of thing or something. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Which apparently, and this same guy I mentioned, Phil Hedema, uh, who planned the thing, he said in the newspaper article, the tour had been planning a new live action addition to the studio since last fall, but the executives didn't side, decide on a Miami Vice theme until February. And this article was from July. So, wow. They were like, they were building a stunt show without knowing oh, right. what it was going wow. to be. They probably knew it's, it's guns and it's boats. They maybe they're building the lagoon, but not, wow. which maybe yeah. it was some other probably They were toying around or keeping it generic in case the ramp. Rights came through or something. Yeah, I, I know that there was um, concept work done for a James Bond stunt show for, I believe, Universal. And in fact, really? Ralph McQuarrie did the artwork wow. for it. You can see it online, what? and it's the volcano set from You Only Live Twice. That would be yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that scene's awesome. Is, is James Bond reflected in Theme Park World anywhere? I don't believe so. Yes. Oh, he is? Really? Uh, briefly at King's Dominion, uh, when it was oh. in the Paramount Parks, they had a motion simulator theater. And for the longest time, it was Days of Thunder. And it was slightly more movement than um, D-Box or uh, 4DX. Uh-huh. You kind of sat in chairs like that. And it would be like the NASCAR race. And then in the mid-90s, they flipped it to Pierce Brosnan and James Bond. Oh, wow. But I never got to see it. And that only lasted a year or two. And then they flipped it to like, Stan Lee presents the Age of Heroes. Oh, like man. one of those generic superhero things that like, Wow. They would slap Stan Lee's name on. Oh, so. with no heroes you'd recognize? No, oh, no. No, no, no. Uh, wow. All new. All, it's the new universe of heroes. Like <laughs> There's colors. Just blue man, man, yellow man. I feel like Stan <laughs> made up as many characters or had an involvement with as many characters in Marvel as he did outside. Like, he has... 300 characters you've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, just trying. There's like, some can I audible own something? thing right now. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. There's all these different ways. I, I was, I just, when I was a comic and I was like, is Stan's most popular creation outside of Marvel Stripperella? <laughs> <laughs> It is a TV show. It had a TV show. There was a Pamela Anderson voice TV show That's on like right, Spike right, TV. Right. Yeah. These are recognizable, right? So like yeah. that might be it that outside be of it. anything he did at Marvel. Okay. Uh, uh, in, in uh, final final thoughts in uh, uh, Miami Vice related stuff, as you're saying, hearing that hearing that score blare through those speakers, fantastic. The Jan Hammer, Jan Hammer. Do you do you do you? I mean, the temptation is to say Jan Hammer, but I think it's. I think you're right. I think it is. Jan I think I got it right the first time. It just felt I felt pretentious saying it or something. Yeah. Jan Hammer. Uh, uh, I was looking up the rest of the of the the Jan Hammer uh, discography. I discovered that he was uh, Keyboard Magazine's best studio synthesis for two years in a row. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Which, Which I'm surprised you had to look that up because I assume you know that. <laughs> I've got I've got, four I've, years I've, of synthesizer. Yeah, man. yeah. I've got him loaded up. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He he took the reins from Greg Fillinganes. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, this was wow. obviously the guy to beat. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, I'm reading all the you know. The, the odds and ends about uh, Jan Hammer, and then I get to the end of the most recent thing on June twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. The New York Times Magazine listed Jan Hammer among the hundreds of artists whose material was reportedly destroyed in the two thousand eight no! fire. We, <laughs> this is now oh, this has wow. been a couple times now. We talked about that with that crazy fire that burned up yeah. all the music masters a little while ago, and then who was it? It was like some. It was like the gentle band that does the Woody's Roundup music, like the night these nice guys who play their fiddles. All their all their masters were destroyed in the Universal. Fire. Oh my god! And now this ways. too. This is gonna have to be like copy pasted for every episode. For any time we talk about a musician, tragic. <laughs> deal with that fire. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, Horrible. but his music lives on in the best quality 
that you can find it, which is on camcorder videos of yes. a stunt show. Where it's <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's like probably if you're like programming drums, that's how you want it to sound. Yeah. Like it's coming through yeah. several mediums at once. Yes. Yep. Get that crunch. Uh, um, it also has the music as like that pan, what is it? Like a flute of some kind. Right. Synth, synth like a pan flute, flute yeah. or synth flute or something. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like the intro to Thunder in Paradise, which I love. <laughs> the oh, whole yeah. Kogan syndicated yeah. show. Also, if there could have been a stunt show of anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunder and Paradise. Any other properties that jump out to you? If you, I mean, you're, Rambo, you, you mentioned Rambo them. would yeah. be amazing stunt show. I mean, they made a kids cartoon out of it. Was there really? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Whoa. How did they like handle all the Rambo-iness of it? <laughs> he was just, it basically was a team format where he would go help some village Mm-hmm. every time i think and yeah. there was like a a general villain that was after him or something he was in like tierra libre was the t- the country he was in god i don't know how i remember this that's <laughs> they were the really robocop mean. cartoon too. yeah that's right yeah yeah the yeah. robocop stunt that. show that'd be good yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god that man. would be the best i feel like some of these might have existed in like germany or australia or because there was like yeah. a stray police academy stunt show mm, in a couple yeah. of odd places but uh, a star wars stunt show an actual like stunt spectacular yes. would that'd be amazing be they've yes. never really done that there's always some twist to it like a jedi academy or something that just shits it yeah they're they're i feel like that the, the promise of some of galaxy's edge was like and there's gonna be like flash mob scenes and like i don't know if they're gonna roll that out eventually but you would feel like they could do a full cool awesome like oh, yeah. within the land stunt show somehow mm-hmm. like and it's a it's a property we're getting violent is not so it's fine it's great yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. all lasers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no it's yeah, lasers yeah. right now bullets that's great yeah. oh yeah true yeah and they're uh they're aliens we don't have any attachment to the aliens them, or and robots stormtroopers yeah. yeah i wish they'd just do full-on adult franchise theme song like theme park stunt shows like a saving private ryan stunt show oh my God. <laughs> platoon uh die hard die hard stunt show would be Siriana. amazing the <laughs> guy getting his fingernails pulled out michael husky. clayton yeah michael oh, clayton yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But that's a guy just fixing all the problems after the stunt show yeah yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be good the car explodes in that right yeah, car explodes, yeah, sure. Yeah. And that f- happened before the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you just seeing him go through everything. The theme park having to buy the property to have a full size, uh, accurate size Normandy like, to <sighs> get the scale of the beach correct. They have to close down their adjoining water park <laughs> so that they, yeah. uh, it all becomes yeah. a much sadder beach. Mm-hmm. And then how do you handle the German soldiers or Nazis? Because wasn't didn't they used to have swastikas in the Indiana Jones stunt show and then oh, they yeah. took them all out? Now it's just kind of right. generally red and black. Yeah. It's just yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're jerks. It's the jerk patrol. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we might be on the the precipice of a new generation of stunt shows with those Marvel robots. Have you seen those? The stunt robots. Oh <laughs> yes. Like yeah. These crazy things right. that fly through the air that like can make a super heroic pose. Yeah. So like That's we. Scary. It, I mean, they're obviously going to kill us yeah. eventually, but. <laughs> It's they yeah, could, the like, least they could do is do some stunt shows in the meantime. Do a little stunt show for us and then murder us in a couple yeah, of years. Get our get our defenses down. <laughs> right. False sense of security. Warm our hearts. We're uh, just here to do stunt spectaculars. <laughs> it doesn't matter that they're multiplying. <laughs> they found a way to mate. I feel mm-hmm. like that just means was, more stunt shows. There's more than today because that just means more stunts for us. Yeah, All right. Right. Everybody gets a personal stunt team in their house now. Yeah. yeah. And they keep talking about two weeks till go time. 
<laughs> must be a stunt language. All, I don't know. Wouldn't it be very like apropos if we were all killed by a bunch of superheroes? Yeah. Like they oh. like they we took over our cinema and now they're in our homes and like yeah. Spider Man is just choking us all yeah. out. Like, yeah, we deserve it, I, I guess. Bobby would just make me breakfast or something. Yeah. yeah. Some dweeb like his life being choked out of him going, Ah, oh, who watches the watchman? Uh. <laughs> See soul leave his body. Yeah. Um, That's well, the way I want to go. I, yeah. For one, I welcome our uh, uh, robot stunts, eventual overlords, yeah. uh, uh, but they would not exist without the uh, the brave uh, stuntmen who literally did break their arms mm-hmm. to and make next, the Miami Vice yeah. show what it was. Thank you for coming and talking to us about it for a while. Uh, uh, Matt Gorley, Survive Podcast, the right? I'd do it all over again. I feel hey. like there's more to okay. talk about. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. Send us any. Send us like a just send us like a voice memo addendum. If you're leaving here, okay. just uh, you know, call me. Leave me a machine. Well, we'll just add it to the end. Sounds good. Should make that an option for all. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, on the way home, if you just want to yeah. talk oh, in your wait, phone. Should, yeah, I forgot. Sometimes Tubbs would wear like a, a orange suit that looked cool. <laughs> all right, that's it. Bye. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Thank, hey, thanks so much for being here. And uh, uh, let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, gosh. I guess not. I mean, I said com, so you can find everything there. Oh, yeah. Whatever these social media I'm on. These I, prints, I know about yeah. this now. Yeah. Any, any podcasts I'm doing, I think Super Ego's coming back later this year. And okay. So, Great. all that's there. Yeah. It thank you, cool. guys. Absolutely. Thanks for show yeah. born from your days at the... Um, Wait, which one? Wait, what did you all do together? So, some of it was soap opera bistro. Most of it, yeah. We started in soap opera bistro, and then duh, around that transition period, I wow. think, is when it happened. And you started saying, "Can we play parts that are not doctors?" Or <laughs> yeah, it was like we were doctors. doing such straightforward mainstream improv. We wanted to start. We get off stage and just start denying each other as a like venting <laughs> thing and so we wanted to just break the rules of improv and that's mm-hmm. how Super Ego was born basically. Jeez, wow. It was that's like math cool. related to the theme park experience. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Is there wow. like an oral history of this yet? I, I'm like imagining like the Tom Shales SNL book where you're like talking about the soap opera bistro and like you guys were all there God. together and like... And people have it... asked us to do like this group of people to do a podcast about it like yeah. just the stories behind I remember some middle manager took a picture of me with my shirt off in the dressing room and emailed it to me. It was a weird place. (laughs) Yeah. He was a creepy Disney guy who'd come in every day with a giant Cheshire cat smile on his face going, "Uh, are we all having a Disney day? Yeah, Jesus, Ooh. he was oh, gross. That exists. That's like what yeah. you show in a in a movie about working yeah, at a theme yeah. park. We used to have this running joke. We won't say I won't say his name here, but let's say his name was like uh, Leonard Barazzo, and we'd always go Leonard Barazzo for county molester. Vote Leonard Barazzo for county molester. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Barazzo, I think, first of these robots who are eventually going to kill us. Yeah. He was an early prototype. Oh, he was a oh, yeah, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Now you yeah. know, uh, uh, gentlemen. What else we got? Uh, Live show tickets uh, still available yeah, hopefully 20, for Anaheim. August 24th, Anaheim. October 24th, Orlando. Where in show. Anaheim are you doing the show? At the Anaheim Hotel. Near D23, the uh, Disney convention. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. During that convention? Yes. yes. Not, yeah. not affiliated. Not affiliated. Legally, not affiliated. And what's the subject? I don't think we know uh, yet. We I were just throwing ideas we're around yesterday. But we yeah. have, yeah, we don't, we're not ready to say yet. <laughs> oh, you know, it's very exciting. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. But if you're not, if you're not all paneled out uh, by yeah. the end of D23, please, uh, please come join come us. Come to a different uh, ballroom. A different sweaty 
ballroom. Cash bar. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, that's good to know. Yeah, I said yes to them having a person there with their cash bar. We don't get any money from it, but oh. enjoy. But if yeah. I get booze from it, then then I'm all yeah. set. And yeah, yeah sure. as good as money. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. better. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, check us check us out on the Second Gate on Patreon, uh, our Twitter, our Facebook, T Public, all, all of the stuff. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know the things. Uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's been radical. <laughs> <laughs> it has been radical. Jason was on that jazz <laughs> forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.